deep throat the informant <laughs> the best moment for us going live excellent yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, episode oh, God, eighty-one of the Spawn Cast. Yeah, you're you're in trouble now, Max. <laughs> well, that was live. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> a lot, a lot more people watch now than they did before. So. <laughs> Over the Deep Throat Cast. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of stuff to go over again, though. We are on SoundCloud, it should be iTunes and everything. Evan actually posts that audio up pretty much right away when we're done here. So if yep. you miss it, it is up there. Otherwise, uh, the video version Evan uploads to the Patreon and then it, um, goes live the following week. So you can check everything out there, but we should be on iTunes. We're working on getting on. What's the other one I was thinking? Oh, Spotify. That was one people keep asking about. We'll look into Spotify, but I think we're on Google Play also. Um, but yeah, we got we got some stuff to go over. You guys actually jumped in. We actually went live as as uh, as people were pointing out Nate's interesting uh, camera filter. I guess we don't really know what's wrong with his camera, but it actually works out for his persona. I like it. It looks cool, yeah. Nate. Nate, yeah. Why don't you say something, Nate? So it'll pop up on the screen. This is my uh, new, uh, I guess. Oh my god! We see what the connect sees. <laughs> Dude, the freaking Matrix is coming to life. <laughs> yeah, it actually looks pretty cool. I, we'll, we'll stick with that. That looks good. That looks good, man. Uh, yeah, let me let's go around here. And uh, who's the green person? That is Nate. Direct Feed Games. Everyone is down in the uh, uh, description as well, guys. If you want to check out anyone's channel, it's all down there. Uh, let's go around here. We have Sean RGT is with us tonight. Hello. Greetings. How's it going, man? How's it going? We were just talking about the uh, Intellivision system that actually got announced like half an hour ago. So we'll go over some of that here. Uh, but Sean, you said you're probably going to do a video on it as well. So make yeah, sure you guys I'll probably check do that, that after the show. There you go. Make sure you guys check that out as well. Very good. Very good. OJ, Player Essence here. What's going on, man? It's going good. I'm here. Uh, Nate, Lawnmower Man is here. <laughs> 90s yes yes <laughs> good to have nate here like i said i think it, it just works for you man that actually that, i don't know how you did it but i, I don't know to... i am one with the matrix yeah i mean that, that it works cool and then uh evan of course is here what's going on evan yeah. not much just hanging out <laughs> cool and then max dreamcast guy got back from his convention just in time yep literally walked in the door so all the news we talk about today is new to me oh cool we'll get like your your hot take on it then yes yes i haven't heard anything all right very good very good that'll work uh you were you were at a comic book convention right yeah i was at a comic convention i ran into a, a couple of fans they were all real nice uh somebody was dressed as uh uh oh god i'm spacing on a dr strange a dr strange guy uh who was like four feet tall was a big fan of mine but uh yeah it was super super fun uh, bought a lot of comic books Cool. Okay. That'll work. That'll work. Um, we have a bunch of stuff to go over today. We're going to get into what we're playing and everything. First, do, we, do you guys want to, because I know this is going to come up in the chat and everything. Do you guys want to address the Phillips situation? Sure. Oh. I know people, some of you guys asked, are we going to talk about Phillips tonight? Yeah, we can. That's fine. I don't mind. We can go over yeah, the Phillips I mean, stuff. I, I did a podcast on it. It was interesting. It's interesting. All the different takes. I mean, yeah. He's he's a person who stole a lot of different content from a lot of different people and still hasn't said sorry. And now he's making videos again. Uh, so if you want to watch content from a person like that, you can free country. Um, I personally just am not going to partake. I don't hate the guy, though. It's one of the things of like some people screw up and some people think that they'll never need to say sorry. So he's just one of those people. OJ, you did have an interesting uh, thought on that, though, on your live stream on why he's not saying anything. You think he might be somewhat binding it's it, it's yeah it's got to be legal in my opinion because if you look at it, what he says in the um in his video that he did 
If you look at, he says, I'm, I apologize for my missteps. He'll never admit to it directly, but he'll go around it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking it's something legal. Uh, somebody in my in my uh, comment section brought up that if he does admit it, that he breaks YouTube terms of service to where it can his channel's cool. gone. Also, uh, IGN and other people, if he exactly admits to what he says, like I did this wrong or I did this wrong exactly and apologizes for it, Boomstick or IGN can sue him for damages. Um, so I I personally feel there's a reason why he's not directly admitting it because he's going around, he's skirting around it and saying, I'm sorry for my missteps. I'm sorry for like, you know, what happened, but he won't exactly say exactly what that is. So I personally feel it's as somebody who's going in the legal system myself, there's certain things that you can say and what you can't say. And I think that he's kind of skirting around that. So he doesn't run into that problem because if he does, then, uh, like I said, people can go after him. And even after, um, uh, the whole thing went down. There was, uh, there was other people that accused him, you know, not with much evidence, but there was other people that accused him of saying, oh, well, you stole this from me. You, like, there was a bunch of, like, smaller YouTubers and other people that kind of jumped on the bandwagon as well, which they might be justified. They might not be. We don't know. Um, but well, so, yeah, so, I, I, some I of those other people, some of those, for the record, just want to clear up the record. A lot of the people that jumped on ended up making very detailed videos as well. So a lot of those people that came forward actually had very concrete evidence of entire mm -hmm. paragraphs. So I want to say that he definitely for sure stole from at least 30 different people. So I think part of it may just be the fact that if he comes out and says, I'm sorry. Yeah. In the court system, that definitely says I did it. So uh, exactly. Yeah, he could open up the floodgates. Yeah. Of getting and one of his, one of his videos that, that uh, was part of that had like, it was this FIFA one. It's like 600,000 yeah. uh, yeah. views. That's, that's well, some money there. So <laughs> a bunch of his videos, I was watching his channel, a bunch more of his videos right before he uploaded his new video, a bunch mm. of his old stuff disappeared again. So I think maybe he went through his own work and, and the last of his stuff that he may have plagiarized, he went ahead and deleted that too. Mm, okay okay um so yeah so i mean he's on youtube you're allowed to post on youtube i guess if he's not breaking terms of service but mm -hmm. um yeah people can watch or not watch i guess but yeah he did he did some bad stuff so that's um that's kind of where i am it's like he's gonna post on youtube either way so just don't watch or watch or yeah also a lot of bigger youtubers will probably keep making videos on him anyway so right <laughs> like yeah, i mean that's that's the thing like i don't know i'm just, I'm just over it like it, okay it'll, it'll be the thing i guarantee you in two weeks it, no one will care again i think young yi is gonna get his hits and then uh and then everyone will kind of be like okay this horse is dead let's stop beating it yeah he'll pretty much he'll, he'll pretty much exist in his corner on the internet as long as he wants to post i guess um so it's pretty much what will happen there just in case people were wondering yeah that's basically it that's where we're kind of sitting on it you know. Nate, did you have anything to say about the situation with <laughs> Philip? So I'm sure you had something to say. About it. <laughs> All right, let's write it. I mean, my take of the situation is he he didn't only he stole from others. He cheated his community by misleading them and giving them false reviews and false coverage. He embarrassed the industry. He put IGN and all of its employees at risk. Everything he did was just a selfish act. And to see him come back to YouTube and just say my missteps. It's an insult, again, to his community and everybody in the gaming community on YouTube and the industry. He's not taking responsibility for anything. And he's just, I mean, it's too late now. He can't apologize. The day has, like, that day was way, way long ago. And he didn't do it. And he comes back two months later and just says, oh, forgive me. I didn't do anything. And, I mean, it's, it just feels like an insult to everyone who supported him of how he did everything.
Is it too late now to say sorry? <laughs> I think I right. think that's not that's, that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't have a problem with anybody having. I mean, there were some people that tried to say, "Oh, well, you're you're supporting him so much, OJ. I can't be with some." I'm like, "Bruh, shut up. Listen, look. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying this. This is how I feel. The dude has a kid. He needs to. I mean, whatever. He did a lot of bad things. I get it. You don't gotta watch his videos. Just if you don't like his videos, then don't watch his videos. If you want to watch his videos, you watch his videos. He has the up as of right now. He has the right to post on YouTube, and he's going to do that. If he's going to post on YouTube, he's going to post on YouTube, and that's that. Like I said, we got a dude who filmed somebody dead. You know, that's still on YouTube, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude's still on YouTube. So it is what it is. Those people have done horrible things that are still on YouTube. So, well, I mean, it that's is what it is. He has the right to be on YouTube, but it doesn't mean the community, the industry, or anyone else has to support him. Oh, people, I mean, people say, oh, he has the right to a job. No, you're not entitled to a job. He's in, he has, if he hasn't broken anything that they can improve, he can, he has the right to post on his personal YouTube. Because like I said, there are people who have done, like I said, Logan was a Jake Paul. Logan, he's done crazy things. Right. And he's still posting on his YouTube. So from what I understand, he definitely has the right from what I understand at this point, what we he has the right to post on. He can post on YouTube. I'm not trying to say that your your criticism isn't legit, and I'm not trying to say anybody else's criticism isn't legit. And I trust me, I agree with a lot of the like everything you just said, Nate. I agree with that. I agree with everything. I'm just saying he does have the right to post on his own personal channel, right? I mean, you're trying to say he he can't even do that? No, he has the right to post on his channel. Just it just like I don't like the argument of oh he he can post on his channel because he has a family. Oh no, I'm not, I'm saying because he. At this point, you know, since he's because of the whole legal wrangling type of deal, like his YouTube channel is still there. I'm saying that he has the right to post because his YouTube channel, his yeah, YouTube channel isn't yeah. down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he has so, a right to post anything he wants on his YouTube channel, but he shouldn't just come back and be all, hey, guys, sorry, I've been gone for 100 days on vacation. Uh, here, here's this <laughs> ad placement video I did that's, you know, obviously either scripted or I got money to advertise this product. And, oh, OK, guys, I'll be back later. I, I I don't know. You think anyone's paying him to talk about no, their shit? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think that's how he made his videos before he went to IGN, though. They're very I mean, If you go back and look, the, any of these product ones are very similar um, to that. To that, people people do see them as ads, though. It's interesting. I mean, to me, it just seems like. I mean, it'd be like a store owner, or you know, we'll say like he's a chef who mm -hmm. has great plating skills because everyone praises his editing. Gets hired by Gordon Ramsay. You find out that he's just giving you reheated frozen meals. He gets fired. <laughs> I'm not going to go to his restaurant again when he comes back to his own. See, you're 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 more in the sense of Philip should go edit for someone. Yeah, if he wants to go edit for someone, go for it. But how can he be trusted for his opinion, his coverage? Because as oh, as you know, he's never done it before. He's never I'm, done original content. I'm never telling. I'm not telling anybody to trust him. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even telling people, like, you don't have to go watch his videos. I'm not telling people to trust him. Like, I'm not, I'm not be, saying people that. People should be watching him now more than ever, actually. I bet you they are, too. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure every single thing that's in every one of his videos is being written down now. So they can just literally Google sentences and see where it's from. Like, already the entire comment section of his video is great editing. I can't wait to see who you stole it from. You know? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, he had to disable the like. He had to disable the like and dislike bar, too. I yeah. just think I think it's fucking dumb. Oh, sorry for the F word. I think it's dumb that like <laughs> that like he just came back like 
so damn soon. Like, what? It, it, I, I think I counted. I think it was like 48 days or something. It's literally like stabbing somebody and be like, dang, I should go hide. And they literally like a week later show up to work like, hey, guys, did you hear about that murder? It was really weird. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, he should have gone ghost for, you know, what? and if if I think OJ does have a good point that there there probably is some legal stuff going on if if there is you know um let that play out let that get handled and then maybe you decide to come back to youtube like there's jobs out there man like you know you can get a, you can get a normal job and you know make some money as opposed to you know posting shit on youtube where everyone is going to scrutinize you because of your you know mistakes and your uh, plagiarism and your stealing of stuff so it's like i don't know man like i i think I th- I think maybe he's got like I don't know I don't know it's just it's a shitty situation but I don't I don't think he should be he shouldn't be in front of a camera at, to, at the very least like he can edit he should probably try to edit for someone he else probably do he could probably even do commentary honestly if he changed if he like changed up some of the like the I guess just how his voice sounds a bit maybe talk a bit differently he get could a, probably get, do a commentary. Voice, get a voice box or something <laughs> yeah like I, I don't know man he needs to just he needs to. He needs to take a break, maybe get a, you know, a, a normal job, you know, working a nine to five, make some money, clear his head, you know, let this whatever legal stuff is going on with it, you know, take his course. And No, I'm not saying that there is legal stuff. I'm saying that if he admitted to what there would be, there could be. I think stuff. I think you're I think he actually he probably seek legal advice. Actually, OJ, I think oh, you're, yeah. I think you're on to something there. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think you're on to something. I'm, I'm not saying that there's people that are, are like that are going after him. I'm saying that somebody probably told him to hey you better not say x y or z because if you do you admit to doing this that and that and therefore you can be sued ign could probably sue the hell out of him for damages right like like ign could probably just sue him to oblivion and then the floodgates will open once ign does it then other people could but ign could really just take everything that he has that's what i'm trying to say that's the reason why i personally feel as somebody who's in the legal who's doing the legal crap right now like there's certain things that even though you know you might want to say something you can't say it you know if you're going to be posting i guess a normal nine to five might be a good you know might might be a good thing but he lied on his resume and everything so i mean like you know like like would he be able to get like a normal nine to five like that when he lied on his resume like how much lying has he done on his resume so i mean you could push carts you know the other kid yeah. you know I lots mean, of fast food bro, service the, the, jobs the standards have went up in some of those places my boy I, you can't be lying <laughs> on your re- oh man <laughs> you can't be lying on your resume you know what i'm saying man what what is shocking what would it surprise you guys if if uh, if i told you he got over 140 subs today yeah wow. i looked at that I, it's because everyone's talking about it. at this point. I think it's people lining up to see the dumpster fire. They really just want to be like, "Wow, what, what's going to happen next?" I mean, I think these YouTubers who are talking about him are actually kind of helping him, to be honest. And there's people who don't care. There's people like, "All right," and you know what I'm saying? There are, believe it or not, which is horrible. Trust, but there are people who just, I don't care. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy YouTubers I, out there, right? That do bad things, and people go to them, you know, to subscribe, right? I, so I mean. I had people saying I was mean when I said that him stealing videos was wrong. I had people say that I was being mean to him. There are people who just see a scenario one way of like, Philip's a nice guy. I mean, he does a lot of horrible, awful crimes that could literally go to court, but he's a nice guy. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Um, It is what it is. I I think we've, we pretty much covered. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead. (laughs) Uh, So what's, uh, what's everyone been playing this week? Man, a lot of stuff. Yeah, true that. Starlink uh, yeah. and Starlink's the big one, I think. I think everybody yeah. played. Actually, Nate, did you did you get a chance to play Starlink yet? No, I haven't played Starlink. Oh, you fool! 
I, I beat Starlink and I beat uh, Soul Calibur 6. And wow, Soul Calibur 6 is legit. Uh, really? Hmm. Yeah, definitely my the most fun fighting game I've played this year by far. Um, I I don't think it's the best one, but it's certainly the one that just has the most like pick up and play and do some combinations and jump into really tight online matches and get your face bashed in and one button specials. They just have like a special trigger and like a guard break trigger. It's just really, really straightforward combat. I loved it. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I haven't been into a soul caliber game in a long time. I think like when link was in it, too. I've been watching a lot of Soul Calibur on Twitch. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy. It. I'm not big into Soul Calibur, but I agree with what Dreamcast guy is saying. It's actually pretty. It's actually pretty entertaining to watch it because it doesn't. It doesn't feel cheap as hell. You know, like Street Fighter Five feels cheap. It just feels like it's too easy. It's too cheap at times. Like when you watch other people play like V Trigger and stuff. But Soul Calibur, you don't get that feeling. I mean, the ring outs, the uh, uh, you know, like the armor and stuff that they have in there. Uh, the single the single player campaign it can be complete bs so to watch people rage about how hard some of the fights are there yep. i mean it's really funny uh so i think so this year's soul caliber i mean might not be something that you go out there and pick up for 60 um but you know uh as it gets cheaper because it will might be something that you try out even if you're a casual fan of it based on what i've seen it seems like a pretty solid soul caliber and a good rebound from what they did uh soul caliber five yeah, that was dude. that was a dumpster fire dude so. oh yeah i i actually hated four and five because i thought both of them just were so all over the place. It sort of felt like they were trying to reinvent the series and completely screwed it up. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's good stuff. I, I do like watching Soul Calibur. I've been watching a ton of it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fighting game person, but Soul Calibur was the one fighting game I was actually at least interested in. Uh, outside of like you know everyone likes Street Fighter for the most part, but mm -hmm. I wasn't super into that. Um, what about Street Fighter, uh, 5, Street Fighter Five? Is horrible by the way. Uh, okay. you know. yeah. it, it's great to watch though and watch people rage. It's fantastic, <laughs> but, like all the the stupid stuff that happens in Street Fighter. But it, I don't think Street Fighter Five is a is a good game. Uh, but I do watch a lot of it though. I liked Soul Calibur back in the day. Like I said, if uh, maybe I'll look into it a little more just to see how was the single player in it, Max? Wasn't it good? They, very good. It has uh, I both of them have the the one big problem with them is the fact that there's two different types of campaign. There's one that's like basically a typical story mode of like all the characters battling to get Soul Edge, and then there's like an RPG mode where you're slowly leveling up and buying new weapons and like making a custom character. Both of them are long and cool, but the cutscenes are just pictures. It's literally just like a picture of a character being like, we got to go to the village and then a drawing of a village. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Waifu's Gaming says they spent 30 hours creating characters in Soul Calibur 6. They yeah. said Bowsette, Zelda and others. Uh, yeah. they, is, is the character creation that good? It, yes, it's super deep. And what's funny is that even the official uh, Bandai Namco Twitter is making uh, things as a joke. Like they made an exact 100% ripoff of... Uh, devil may cry they put dante in there and then they as a joke photoshopped the box that said with like a sticker that says now including devil may cry they, dude there's a guy that made magic Carp and literally like flopped or <laughs> used Voldo and flopped yeah. around like magic Carp. like it's that it's that good magic Carp is freaking in the game flopping around magic uh there's Carp. also they made a pistachio man like a dude that literally looked like a pistachio <laughs> like an actual pistachio that you eat um there's that, ronald mcdonald there's all sorts of that, stuff the character that, creators amazing the main thing people are doing right now is you could basically be naked. You could just wear a tiny little pair of underwear. So people are making these like giant buff dudes who are like seven foot tall and then just demolishing you online. <laughs> In casual matches, you can use custom characters. So everybody's getting beat up by like naked dudes right now. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's the thing. That'd be cool if someone made like a Mr. Peanut. Like a little I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you can. Did you see the person who made Kirby? They made a super fat guy with a mouth on his stomach <laughs> and his eyes were nipples. And it's just oh, like, man. Kirby. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. You can make almost everything in that game. So that's great. I did see a video of a guy who made like a dick lizard. Yep. Yep. Was... I think I think Maximilian posted that. That was yeah. funny. <laughs> he was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that's apparently that's a new thing they're doing online with that. So you know, give the internet any chance, and that's what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, what about Starlink? Who's playing Starlink? I'm playing that. I, so I much beat fun. it. I beat it. I love it. Yeah, I finished it too. It was about 15 hours, I think. Yep. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, uh, maybe a little less because I did some side stuff. I didn't do any side stuff. Might have been like 12, to be honest. It's not a super I, I long played, game if you streamline it. I did, I, I did a ton of side stuff, though. I, I like the side stuff. Hmm. I, I like that it's not long because I feel like a lot of Ubisoft games fall into this pit hole. And, and Spawnwave, you and I were talking about this privately, was the fact that a lot of Ubisoft games will just throw up stuff to do over and over again mm -hmm. of like get towers or take down this temple over and over. This yep. feels like one of the tightest Ubisoft games where like yeah. start to finish, you land on a planet at the beginning, you end the game 15 hours later and you feel content. Uh, yeah, I do want to, I do want to stress this definitely feels like a, an Ubisoft game. It, Ubisoft game. It definitely feels like one where you have towers and, you know, like Far Cry has that Assassin's Creed has that. It's uh, a lot of the, the same stuff that you do a lot. People say it's repetitive, but that's—I mean—that's what—that's what Ubisoft does with their mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but I do—I do like the the combat's good in it. I, I like—I'm a big fan of like space combat games, dogfighting, everything. It works pretty well. It does. Um, I don't—I don't know about the the toys to life thing is a weird situation. I, I spent seventy five on the starter pack, and there is a gun that I can't get that you need for certain things. I feel like. I feel like the toys to life is just not going to catch on in this game. I think if they, I saw somebody on Twitter. Um, I think it was a guy named Carl Rocco said something like they need to have, um, you know, like Samus's ship in there and stuff like that. I feel that like, awesome. <laughs> I feel like if they did some Nintendo themed DLC, because let, let's be honest, I don't think Starlink is going to sell great on the PS4, or the Xbox one at all. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. I think the switch version will outsell those two versions combined yeah, just because, I mean, yeah, just because like the Star Fox stuff is not shoehorned in. I think a lot of us were expecting it to be shoehorned in. Yep. Honestly, before, you know, I was talking to people that I won't say their names or whatever that were reviewing the game. I didn't realize that you could play as, you know, Fox from start to finish and it all made sense. It was all cohesive. I figured it was just going to be, you know, some side missions thrown in. So it really feels like a Star Fox game more so than a new IP. And I feel like as a new IP, like this dude right here is is Captain Whitebread. Like I don't know what his name is, yeah. I don't I, I don't know either. Like <laughs> Captain White, like he's just like a, a boring, generic white dude with like you know the white guy haircut and shit. And it's like you know I, I, I you know some of the characters were okay. You know I, I got you know with them some of them I didn't really like. But I didn't use any of the other character. The other character came with it. I just used Fox the whole time. So, I was like, that, that, some of them are good. I so a main the main benefit for those in chat who haven't picked it up yet. The main benefit of playing as different characters is each one levels independently and they have different skill trees. So when you play as Fox, a lot of his stuff is about like buffing teammates and stuff like that. Whereas when you play as like Mason, Mason has a bunch of like specials that'll let him like do uh, big explosive stuff. And then when you play as somebody like, uh, there's like a guy who's like a gunslinger, an alien gunslinger, all of his talents are plus attack. So it definitely makes it where there is benefits to playing as all of them. But the game is so easy, you can just kind of pick whoever looks cool. Yeah. That's why. Okay. That's why I put the game. I noticed how easy it was on the normal. That's why I put it on. I put it on the harder difficulty. I've been playing it 
playing through it there. So yeah, that definitely a good choice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I suggest if you're looking for a challenge or you're looking for not even just like looking for just like a normal, I think to the in today's gaming, like normal is easy and hard is normal in most games. Um so if you're looking for something a little bit more, like just put just put it on hard because you're you're gonna get this, those freaking outlaws are gonna once you go out into space, those outlaws are gonna tear you up if you're not appropriate level and stuff. So mm -hmm. I would just I would just put it uh put it on there. But yeah, I've I've been enjoying the game. I've been having a lot of fun. I bought the I ended up getting I think one of the other toys and stuff because my daughter she liked it, so I ended up getting one of those. But I bought all the digital stuff, and I think that's the biggest thing that separates this toys to life from other toys to life. The other toys to life games won't let you do that. Digital. Buy, buy stuff digital, they won't let you do that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what separates it uh, from Skylanders and from the other games. Whereas like you, know, you can pick up the $60 digital version and it comes with most of the stuff. Whereas like Skylanders, it's like, you want this? You gotta buy the toy. You gotta yeah. go into the store. You gotta buy the toy. And that's the biggest thing. Um, I think eventually, I don't think it's gonna be successful like the whole toys to life thing. I think this franchise can be successful, but the whole toys to life thing, not necessarily so, but. It We'll it see. depends. It depends on how they take it. Because if you consider that, since you can buy it digitally, maybe they shouldn't produce as many toys. It can almost make that a collectible side of things. That's which, true. Like amiibo uh, stuff. Well, even beyond that, like the Skylander stuff, not the main toys, but the ones you could only get from waiting in line and be the first 100 people at a convention to get like a felt version of Spyro, like oh, yeah. that type of stuff. They need to up the quality on some of the stuff. So like some of the characters don't look like anywhere near Amiibo quality. I, I just <laughs> I just got this just because it looks so cool. This is the only one yep. that I really wanted, but that's, I mean, I got it because it looks cool. Plain yep, and simple. That, it looks I'm gonna cool. put I'm gonna put that in my official background all the time now because it is, and I feel like man, that box art you don't realize how big that thing's gonna be, and then you put it together and you're like, oh man, that's uh, that's pretty mondo. Yeah, mm. yeah, it, it's just it's just a really, I mean, that's all I really wanted. So I mean, if they do it that way to where like like you know like Evan was saying like, hey, there's only like a couple type of ships that you can get, and then you can buy the stuff digitally, uh, like you know, or it comes with it or pre-order, you get this. I think that this franchise Starlink can have success, but I don't know. I kind of feel like it's tied to Star Fox now. Like that now they, yeah. they have to do Star Fox again and again. Do they make a Star Fox game? Like, how does this franchise progress for it to be successful? Because if you, you can't do like Starlink 2 and not have Fox in it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's gotta have it now. So it's gonna be interesting you, to see what they do. Do you think um if they if they you know pro, if they do do more with this series and they progress it on, do you think that it'll still come to other platforms, or do you see it being a, a Nintendo exclusive because of the Star Fox? I guess it really based is based on sales. I mean, well, we yeah. assume it's going to sell best on Switch, but you know who the hell knows? I, but I think it comes down to a development cost. If if you're already making a game and it's going to sell 80 million copies on Switch, just as a hyperbolic number, and then an additional like four million on PS4 and Xbox One, and you're producing that other port for five hundred thousand dollars, it's worth just making a slim down weird port without the cool characters. Hmm. I mean, what if they what if they instead grabbed them and asked if they wanted to make a, like another Star Fox game, like that an actual just Star Fox game? That's my hope. Yeah, is is call it Star Fox Worlds and make an actual full blown open world Star Fox game. That, that that's what I think it can go into. Maybe Nintendo and them have to do like, hey, don't make Starlink. You know what I'm saying? Make Star Fox this for us using this engine. Make an exclusive. And I think Ubisoft would be like, all right, bye Felicia to the other versions. If, if, <laughs> Nintendo, if Nintendo did that, I think Nintendo would be or Ubisoft would be over the moon. Did you guys hear the other interviews that they were talking about? They started working on it before it even got approved. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that was that, that was their dream. Yeah. I mean, so obviously they were thinking about that when they were making this game. Maybe. Maybe maybe we can get Star Fox in here, you know. Like, yeah. Please, Nintendo. You know, that, then Reggie suggested it. They're like, oh my god, he suggested it. You know, like so. 
know, that, we'll that's see. pretty common though. A lot of games have that where they they tinker with elements of it. Like what was it? Uh, Mortal Kombat was originally going to be a game all about blood sport, and at the last second they said, actually, you can't do it. And I'm like, all right, well, we're keeping the entire game. We're just changing it and putting clothes on some of the characters. Mm. Yeah, that would be cool if they did that though. If they said, yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you build this Star Fox game even on similar engine because that's uh, Starlink's done on the Snowdrop engine. Mm-hmm. It's great. Performs so, great on Snowdrop. Yeah. It, pan- they could bring that over yeah they could bring that over and do snowdrop and uh it seems like they had no problem letting him do like a season pass dlc for mario rabbits so they probably let him do that too because obviously the the company like uh ubisoft would love to have a season pass with it so yeah would you guys just to kind of go a little bit more on so would you guys want maybe like on foot sections to like where you can get out of your ship and you know Personally, no. I thought that the ability to just so one of my biggest problems with uh, No Man's Sky was the constant hunger for resources of having to stop, get out of my ship, recharge my tools and recharge my vehicle to go back into orbit. And I feel like something that makes Starlink so good is the fact that you just land, shoot some stuff. Whenever you get bored, you literally just aim your ship up, fly to the next planet. No big deal. You later on, you even get the the fast travels. So you can just teleport from planet to planet. That's so cool. And I feel like as soon as you add even one extra step, I think it would break the flow. That's my well, personal. Well, opinion. what if you made it slightly minor, where there's only like bases and certain things you have to do indoors, not even yeah. to gather material, but like a dungeon of sorts where you have to switch out. Yeah, because then that then that doesn't feel like it's changing the gameplay loop. It's adding to the gameplay loop. So yeah, like I'm sure you guys know, there were a couple dungeons there, like puzzle rooms where you actually had to go like inside of a tunnel. There'd be a bunch of laser wires. It'd be cool if instead you actually automatically hopped out of your ship and had to like run around and shoot bad guys. I'd be cool with that. Hmm. I mean, they had that on the 64 version. You, you, yeah. you could you could yeah. run around on foot on the 64 version if you got. I think you unlocked enough stuff in the game and get to beat the game and all kinds of stuff. You had to like get the medals on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, for multiplayer that would be cool if they, if they did that i you know i'd like to see them just say yeah who cares about starlink let's just build a Star Fox game that would be cool i would like that um what else what else have we been playing nate what have you been playing uh i actually started soul caliber six but i only played it for like an hour so i don't uh, really have much of an opinion yet but the what's, f- what system are you playing it on xbox one and the menu system is incredibly laggy and unresponsive Oh, oh weird! Oh yeah, is yeah. it the the X or the S or? No, uh, just the standard Xbox One. Oh wow, that's the, the, that's the reason why. One. No, the VCR. <laughs> the VCR. Oh man. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's you said it's laggy and everything. Hmm. Yeah, it's not respond. Like you'll hit A and the game will just sit there, and you're kind of like, is my system locking up? Is the game frozen? Is it a network error? And then it just kind of game starts, and you're very confused as what's going on. Whoa! I, it, yeah, it runs all right in the game though. Yeah, like the game you... runs fine and it plays fine. It's just the menu system just seems very broken. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Wonder why that would be. I mean, it just needs a patch, or it's just—I mean, it's just an old system. We're re- we're ready for the next Xbox and PlayStation here, so let's get that going. Um, start. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, what about uh, what do you think about? Have you played? You've played a couple matches, I guess. Nothing really crazy on it. Yeah, I only played a few of like the arcade mode matches, but nothing, nothing really in depth. I just kind of like screwed around with ivy and Voldo and stuff mm-hmm. okay okay very neat very neat anything anything else this week any any reviews for footage or anything no nothing nothing that i can really think of okay right. no dark souls am i the only person playing dark souls i was yes. gonna get dark souls but i didn't because i don't really like dark souls that much i, 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 <laughs> I watched some dark souls footage on twitch <laughs> I've been enjoying it. I didn't. I'm. I'm actually better at it than I thought it would be. Than hmm. I thought I would be. 
And I'm actually, I, the one thing I love about the game is just the, the exploration aspect of it. Like, you know, if you're, if you're going a certain way and you're like, oh damn, these dudes are kind of tough. You know, there's, there might be a different way that you can go and find something, you know, find a different path that leads you to another area where the guys aren't as tough. So that way you can level up. I like invading other people's worlds because all the people that I've invaded are just like noobs and like, they don't even know what the hell is going on. And I just like run up on them like time to die. And then like, I just kill them and stuff. I'm, I'm having, I'm having a good time with it. Um, you know, Have you ever played, have you ever played Bloodborne? I haven't. See, I'd be curious your thoughts on Blood. I like Bloodborne more than Dark Souls. I I like Dark Souls three more than Bloodborne slightly, but because uh, I like there's there's like a, a more of a like a heaviness to all the boss fights in uh, Dark Souls three, but yeah, Bloodborne's fast, and I like that yeah. Bloodborne. Like I feel like Sean would be really good at Bloodborne because it's all about speed. Like Bloodborne, the main difference between Dark Souls is when you hit people, you actually get some health back. So if somebody hits you, your health bar will actually have like a red portion, yes. and you could drink their blood, so to speak. So it makes it where you're definitely more encouraged to be really in their face. So yeah. it feels different. I think you might, I think you'd like Bloodborne, uh, Sean. It keeps, it's been on PlayStation Plus, I think twice now. Um, and it, it keeps going up. So, uh, oh, if you, I know if you have PlayStation now, you can down, it's one of those download games. It, it's uh, also uh, super cheap though. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like, it's like 10 bucks. I keep seeing it at Walmart for like 10 or $12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cheap on eBay. I'll, I'll pick that up. It's a good it one to look into to try it, to see. Uh, still did not get any PlayStation Pro upgrades on it though which is annoying because you, you need to look into a new playstation don't you yeah i don't know what the hell is going on with mine i've been i've been playing more spider-man and like sometimes i'll just be playing it and like it just gets very choppy and mm. like it, then then i'll like exit out and then the menu will be choppy so i don't know it's weird you know what you need to do i mean i think it's some built-up dust you got to get one of those dusters and just and i think it'll be fine oh yes it's time for that uh ps4 pro sean yeah I can't afford that. <laughs> get that PS4 Pro, man. You got that 4K TV, man. That's fine. It does its job. Get that get that PS4 Pro for that 4K TV, man. Spider-Man looks good in 4K. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm definitely going to get an Xbox One X on Black Friday. I might get a Pro at the same time. Yeah, I wonder how cheap they'll be on Black Friday. Probably pretty cheap. I'm hoping, I'm hoping between $250, $300. Mm-hmm. Cool yeah, $299, that'd be good. Yeah, I would love, I'm, I'm grabbing it. If it's, three, if it's I mean, $299, I'm dead. Not it's not as good as you know two hundred dollars. <laughs> there might be you, you might actually see a price drop at XO for the X One X. You might see that. So look out for that. Uh, what about uh, Evan? What have you been playing? Just all Black Ops all week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah playing a ton of black. Yeah, all, all oh, yeah. Man. I've put in a couple seven hour days in Blackout. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Jeez, uh, did you did you see the uh, the what's the new mode that well the new shop they're putting in. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Black market. It, was, it was bound to happen, so it really <laughs> didn't matter. Oh man, I mean, I, it's, I guess you can earn a lot of stuff, but yeah, it, it is, it is. They're adding microtransactions. Yeah, I, I will say blackout's still great. Uh, black, the whole black market microtransactions are weird to me. I don't understand it. Like, I have a bunch of the Call of Duty bucks. I, I don't know. I think that it's just going to be a thing of they're going to try and make it feel like you're not spending microtransactions but it's definitely microtransactions mm, mm, mm. yeah it's i mean it's still a fun game it's still call of duty you know it's still a fun game um i'll be curious to see if they go with a campaign next year for infinity ward but have you just been doing blackout evan is that like your, I've your thing? i've tried them all this week today i actually tore into regular multiplayer i did heist and chaos tdm and stuff like that yeah i usually do tdm i like, I like team deathmatch more than it's all right it's a different pacing it's kind of annoying at times just because 
in a tight space, you really feel that your team sucks when they kind of all <laughs> look one direction and everyone's in the other direction. You're just like, great, awesome, thanks. This is an inter- this is an interesting question from the Dan guy. What do you guys think is more likely, a Switch release of Star Fox Zero or a new Star Fox game? New Star Fox. New, new Star, Star Fox. Fox. I think so. You don't think they'd port Star Fox Zero over? I, I, the thing is that if they would have to port it, they'd have to admit that they were completely wrong because they would have to totally remove like the whole dual screen, wiggle your whole game pad. They'd have to take out all that. So you know, like, all the terrible stuff, they'd have to take that yeah, out? They'd have to remove the cancer, and I feel like they don't want to admit how bad that game was. Mm. That's a shame. I think that game would actually be interesting if they removed all that and put it on the Switch. Yeah, if it was good, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably just do a new one with maybe maybe Ubisoft. <laughs> maybe they just get that. To me, right. after playing this one, man, like, and it has like the open world and it has the mods and the XP. Yeah. Like, I don't, I ain't trying to go back to old Star Fox with the fake upgrades and temporary crap. Man, I can't stand that stuff. And stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've been pretty vocal, but I can't stand temporary. I hate that crap. Platinum did that too with uh, Vanquish as well. You know, that's another. Like Vanquish had temporary upgrades. Like why? Like I that I love Vanquish, but that, that's the, the same thing they did with the, with that game. I, I can't stand that crap. So uh, I I kind of don't want to go back to that game. Mm, gotcha. Um, yeah. So we played Starlink. Uh, I still need to play Astrobot. I keep saying I'm gonna plug in that uh, headset, the VR. I just it's it's so much work to set that up. So I haven't yet. <laughs> I need to. And then I started playing. Another game on uh, on the Switch where you're a robot delivering pizzas in a big world. Try not to destroy everything like Godzilla. Played a similar one, but it wasn't delivering pizzas. It was attempting to save the universe while accidentally destroying it. Basically, I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's on the it's on the Switch. I could probably turn it on and look, but it's uh it's a it's a big you're a big robot and you're in the future and you're and the idea is you deliver pizzas to people in town without and you're, you're running through the city so you're not trying to destroy the city while also fighting things is it pizza titan ultra yes yeah. it's that one <laughs> is, it, is it any good actually that's uh, all right it's kind of like it's it's kind of like crazy taxi i guess with uh, giant robots me, running through the city delivering pizzas <laughs> uh so there's that. It was very interesting. It was very odd, even. Uh, then I played more Assassin's Creed, and I'm starting to realize why people get annoyed with that game because it's um, grindy it's as hell. It's, it's grindy, but it's a very big game. Yeah, like, overwhelmingly large. Like it's like I don't know when I'm gonna finish this game. Now I keep looking. They keep the map keeps getting larger. So I, I keep, oh man. I bought a bunch of uh, Assassin's Creed comics today, and I was reading through a bunch of them, and I realized that it's kind of annoying that like. Origins and Odyssey, even though they're better than video games, definitely just like burned down the entire lore. Like they just yeah. completely took the entire, all the novels, the movie, obviously, uh, all the previous games, all the comic books, and they just went, eh, let's just burn those down and make it a big open world, whatever the hell. So, yes, I've been doing that. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe asks, can you all share your thoughts about utilizing the Switch on planes? Have a nonstop flight this week across the US and tips would be appreciated. You need a bat, you want a battery bank. Yeah, battery bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> battery bank and keep it off until you're on the plane because even that tiny bit of juice does sap it a tiny bit. So just literally yeah. fully charge it, turn it off, get there, boot it up, and make uh, make the what last. I would also get a, a, a an, another stand. Like, you know how they have obviously a switch can hold itself with the kickstand, but even on a plane where it could be turbulence, that's not very, uh, it's not oh, very yeah. stable for it. And of course, if you get a stand like a little $10, $15 one and you set it up, you can then also charge it while you're playing on the stand you see what i mean whereas if it's sitting down you can't get to that charge port so i recommend uh, a, a stand that's pretty decent and then um some sort of a battery bank like a twenty thousand milliamp hour should get you through uh even like an eight nine hour flight pretty easily 
So that that'd be my recommendation. And then get a nice long game that um maybe isn't a big Twitch type game, like a like one that requires like serious reaction time or anything. Skyrim. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat your I, I'd say indie. I I usually when I'm on doing something for long periods of time, I play indie games on my Switch just because I know it eats the battery a lot slower. Golf story. Golf story, yeah. Oh yeah, golf story. Yeah, that, that's, you can play some dead cells ripping oh, yeah. that pretty hard. Yeah. You don't want to get mad and hit somebody right next to you playing that game. Yeah, golf I story, man. Golf story is relaxing, dude. That's yeah. that's a it's a long game too. Something yeah. relaxing, something like I mean, I don't know if you're into like soccer, but like something like FIFA, you know, something that's just like kind of chill, you know, that you can just kind of play. I mean, I, I went when I went to Hawaii, um, that's what I was kind of like doing. So I golf story is like ten chill. bucks too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that it. physical yeah, yet? Did I miss that? Is that uh, on limited run? Wait, what was that? I think we might have missed that. Ah, uh, well, I'll grab it on eBay for eight thousand. I mean, markup. they might still be selling it. I don't know. Well, they do the pre-order thing now for a couple months. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, hopefully that'll help. But yeah, battery bank, some awesome games, and a secondary stand that'll hold on to your Switch better. Um, that's the, that's some of the, I saw some of the cases. I've seen some cases that actually have stands built into them now, and I might look into one. So keep that in mind. Um, yes. Uh, what about, um, I think she, I think it's everybody, right? OJ, you were talking about Starlink. Sean's doing dark souls. Yeah. Max doing soul caliber. Nate's kind of doing soul caliber while fighting with his Xbox. Evan's yeah. doing blackout. Yeah. I'll check out. I, I still need to check out Astrobot. I got a GoPro and I've been mounting it to my ceiling most of the day. So, <laughs> Um, <laughs> looking at, I'll be doing that more for for tech wave, so I can have a nice overhead view. That's yeah, smart. Yeah, GoPros aren't they're actually cheaper than norm, normal cameras, and they, it doesn't matter if you drop them. So right. they're, pretty, they're pretty strong, and they do 4K. So tech waves getting upgraded to 4K. There How much go. was the GoPro? Uh this was a GoPro Hero Seven Silver. It's three hundred. It's not bad. Now it comes with a stand and everything already. So actually what I did was to mount it to my ceiling ceiling. I got a towel rack bar from Walmart for like $12. Uh, and actually that one was from Home Depot for 20. Cause that one's metal. I was looking at the other one and then I just screwed it into the ceiling above where I am. And then it just, it has a clip that hangs off of your handlebars, but I'm hanging off of the towel rack. Smart. And it just aims straight down. That's it. So yes, yeah, so it works well. Uh, yes, yeah, so we did all talk about all of that. We want to talk about the, okay. So <laughs> there's a, there's a nice, uh, 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 forum talking about it already, but uh, Nate made me aware of that one. <laughs> so there are Nintendo Direct rumors going around right now, uh, and it's not new technically. This has been going around for weeks now, actually, but it's finally made its way out onto the internet. Uh, Leaky Panda put it out, and then two other places actually put it out as well before I did a video. So there you go. Uh, th there appears to be not one but two Nintendo Directs planned, which is interesting for November because I can't figure out what the what the other ones for. The, the other one one is for Smash, right? That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Right. That makes sense. I don't know what the other one would be for. Smash. <laughs> also <Spring>? Smash. Super <laughs> <laughs> Smash, actually. To Smash. Uh, I don't know what the other one's for. I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe they want to talk about release dates because the January one would be like a blowout for their right at the end of their fiscal year because that ends at the end of March. Mm -hmm. I I don't know what else they would announce there. Damon X Machina could get a release date. That could happen. They could they could also announce that Star Fox game that everyone has known about for like what feels like a year now. Yeah, Grand Prix. 
Yeah, I mean, it's still technically a rumor, but man, everyone's like backing it. I will say that I I don't know what they're going to do there if it actually happens. And it would. what's interesting is I feel like the Smash one would have to be at the end of the month and this one would have to be in the beginning of the month because they'd probably do a final push for Let's Go as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could do spring. They could talk about spring stuff, maybe show off... Uh, some Animal Crossing stuff. I mean, there's a lot that they could could they talk about. Fire Emblem. I yeah, Fire Emblem. Like the first half of the year is, is pretty stacked, and what we assume is coming and what they've said is coming. So you know, there's definitely stuff to talk about. I I think it's going to be them talking about bundles. I think it's going to be them trying to do basically a 20 minute commercial for <laughs> everything coming out for the end of the year. I think they're going to talk about the Let's Go a bunch. I think they're going to talk about like the Diablo. Uh, uh, bundle. I think it's just going to literally be like this is the stuff that's on store shelves that you may not have heard about. So if you haven't bought a Switch yet, now's the time. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Yeah, I. that's all I can think of is that they must have some... I don't think they're announcing anything for this year, though. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah, don't, no. I don't think it'll be anything for... Th- and if it is, it would be something like you know, a port, you know, maybe a third party game or, or something like that. Cause then, you know, sometimes you occasionally get that during them, but I, it won't be anything like from Nintendo that's coming out in 2000. Yeah. Cause we're pretty sure Metroid prime trilogy, if that's getting announced this year, it's at the game awards. It's what we right. all assume. Um, and maybe Metroid prime four is there with some kind of CG mm-hmm. trailer, just show where the, the story's going. Uh, I'm not expecting gameplay there, but like I, I expect it to be like the Bayonetta situation where we got the Bayonetta collection and then a Bayonetta three, like basically a CG trailer. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm expecting. So I don't think they would show the trilogy at this thing. Basically, what we're what we're looking at is this direct Leaky Panda seems to think it's somewhere between the the fourth and the ninth. Um, that's basically the first week uh, of November, essentially. Basically, we're talking about a, another direct being in the next three weeks. A general one. Yeah, I mean, maybe mm. if it happens, I, I wouldn't be super surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I would be kind. Of, I mean, I'd be kind of surprised. I mean, that sounds weird. It'll be shocking, but I think it really just comes down to. I think it's going to be short. I think the main thing is don't expect anything. Probably even over fifteen minutes. I think it's just going to be a bam, bam, bam kind of presentation. Because at this point, I think we we're all kind of aware, at least in some form, that they're saving up a lot of stuff for a big January direct. I think that there is going to be a, a super huge giant like their own E3 to start off 2019. Uh, Nate, would you like to talk about this at all? Uh, I think, I mean, I think it's pretty realistic that we could see one in November, even if it's just to go over Let's Go and just a general holiday stuff. And then even once again, show something like New Super Mario Brothers U for Switch. Damon X Machina, maybe even Fire Emblem one more time before the year ends. Because that way you get like all that E3 hype. Well, not E3, the holiday hype. Mm-hmm. Right. And you get people sitting there, you know, like, oh, I got to buy a Switch this November, not just for Smash, but I got to get it for, you know, Mario next year and Fire Emblem and Machina and other stuff. So it kind of serves them well to do one in November. It's not necessarily needed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're kind of in a spot where, let's say, hypothetically, they have two or three more Smash Brothers characters to reveal Hypo- ahead hypo- of launch. Hypo- hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're not going to do that in a Smash Direct. You're not just going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, we have this character, this character, and this character. You're probably going to want to do another tease in a Direct, then have a Smash Direct where you do the final character ahead of launch, because you still have to detail that mystery mode. 
So yeah. they, they can probably spread out their content to have a direct this in next month, but it's not necessarily needed. So I really wouldn't be surprised one way or the other if we see one or don't. Do you think that you think that Star Fox game is there, or do you think that Retro still? You don't think? Do you think Retro is going to be anywhere in 2018, or are they just they're holding off to 2019 for Retro? I think if they sh- let, uh, I would wait until the January direct for 2019 if they are to reveal that Star Fox game. Yeah. If it's if it's coming out, let's say summer next year. Yeah, because it can't be in it can't be in the holiday. There's so much stuff in the holiday. We think. Yeah, I mean, hypo- I mean, we could s- kind of expect. Metroid Prime 4, Bayonetta <laughs> 3, yeah, for like the holiday of 2019. If I mean, that's just you Dude, know, Nate looks just scary, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so in chat, the best Halloween costume. That's yeah. awesome. I'm so like, chat, I'm Andros. Yeah, so I, I'm it, teasing Star Fox Racing right now. Someone in chat asked if uh, Nate was actually promoting the new Predator movie. He's he's supposed to be wearing a Kratos mask. Yeah, it, it is a Kratos mask, so you can kind of see the scar. <laughs> not really because i'm just a green blob i don't know why my webcam looks like the game boy like color webcam or Dude, that it, it works system. man <laughs> uh yeah so so nate you're not you wouldn't be surprised if there was a november direct is what you're saying yeah i mean it's it wouldn't be a bad time for a direct it's just we don't necessarily need one either yeah i mean i, I noticed that it's been kind of kind of quiet from the nintendo side a bit recently i don't know it's been there hasn't been like a lot of stuff coming out from them recently yeah and they're a quiet year i I mean well i mean even like just recently recently i I don't know there hasn't been a lot i mean the the one of the biggest things they did was a bundle for diablo and it's like oh okay i haven't i don't know i haven't heard much from them and usually when this starts happening i start to think about it right i'm like maybe there is something they're saving up for i don't know oh the person from golan you know did the little hand wave at me when i said that on twitter so who knows Mm mm-hmm who knows? Yeah, I almost replied to that. I was like, "Are you giving directions?" And I was like, "Nah." <laughs> are you wave? Are you waving us in? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Nah, I'm, I'm not gonna go that far." <laughs> hey, you got to get to know them, Nate. <laughs> That's true. Oh uh, man, it's um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. What do you what do you think? What do you think, uh, OJ? Um, yeah, I mean, we can see we can see Nintendo Direct just because, like, I guess the last one was September. So it does seem like they could maybe have something out there, but two of them, that that's what kind of caught me off guard was like, oh, okay, two? Like, but I would think like maybe like a normal one and a Smash Brothers direct. So it may it makes sense in, in that regard, you know. So I'm just looking forward to actually just playing the games. Uh we obviously have like a lot coming out. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how Warframe is. They showed off a little video on that. So I'm I'm more looking forward to the actual games more so than anything else. Uh Smash Brothers, obviously, that's my favorite, you know, my favorite Nintendo franchise is Smash Brothers and Fire Emblem, but those are like tied. Uh, so I'm just looking forward to playing. But uh, yeah, we'll see what they show. I mean, uh, Smash Brothers Direct, that's great if they have it. Uh, I don't really need to see any more of the game. Just give me the game. You know what I'm saying? So I just, well, I just you just brought up Warframe. That's interesting. Do you think it'll be possible that they do any kind of uh, exclusive item or skin or something for Warframe? Is uh, it is it combined servers? I don't think so. No, it's not. No. If, if it's not, then maybe. But I still feel like in a game like that, I mean, what are you going to be, Ninja Luigi? I don't mm. feel like when they brought it to any Sheik other outfit. systems, they Sheik added. Outfit. Oh, outfit. you could do Sheik. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, but I don't think they added anything when they moved it to the other systems either. They just sort of threw it out there and called it. Well, I mean, at the Rocket League, they did um, WWE and stuff like that, but they did Mario and Samus for Rocket League, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. That, is, that is a different game than Warframe, yes. <laughs> 
Or, no, I mean, like or, they, but like they let them a third party use some skins and stuff. Yeah, and I mean that's fine. They are open to other people using skins and making them because they do have their whole community side of it where they have people make the skins and then they partially make the money off of it. So I mean, I could see even if even if uh, Nintendo doesn't let them do it directly, even if Nintendo's not like you guys make it, I feel like. Uh, digital extremes would almost be okay with Nintendo doing it and then mm-hmm. just throwing them on their eShop. I, yeah, this what, is, um, it's going to be interesting. There, wasn't there that contract that somebody talked about a while ago that Nintendo for the entire Switch generation wants to have a rule of if you're bringing something like a port pretty later on over to the Switch, it has to have something like some sort of exclusive content, even if it's a costume. I seem to remember hearing that at some point, and that's why so many indie games were just being like, yeah, it's the same game, but there's an extra level where Princess Peach uh, mm. becomes a sexy Bowser. Yeah, I think I think that was like a lot for the more early days of the Switch when they were mm-hmm. trying to build up the software library because for- Fortnite doesn't have anything Nintendo exclusive. Yeah, but I guess they could yeah. just say Fortnite was huge. The, the bundle does, actually. There's an exclusive skin in the bundle. Oh, now it finally got something. Yeah, they got, got something dude, they got that, afterwards. They got that exclusive voice chat, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody somebody in the chat, or actually a couple people did say something interesting. Um, it could be maybe one of the directs is for that Mario Kart mobile game that's supposed yeah. to be cool. That's true. Mario that's a good Kart point. Turbo, whatever it's called. Yeah. They, they they did have their own direct for uh Dragalia though. And oh, they had God. they had a direct for uh, Fire Emblem Heroes as well. It was I mean they announced like Fire Emblem Three Fate or sorry not Three. And Fates, Adam, uh, Animal Three Crossing Fates. had its own one too. Animal yeah. Crossing had its own one. So I mean yeah that's right. They could uh, they could announce Sean though they could announce um like a like a quarter that it's launching, uh, and then we get a direct closer to it. You might be right. They might be like oh yeah Mario. The cell or Mario Kart cell phone games coming out, you know, quarter three of 2019 or something. I think if anything has showed us like Fire Emblem, I think people, cell phone people want microtransactions. I, there's no ifs, ands, or buts Man. about it. Yeah, Mario, Mario Run like, showed us that. Like yeah. Fire Emblem is destroying Mario. Mario. <laughs> like it's yeah. getting, Fire Emblem's killing it. And it has microtransactions. So, I mean whatever yeah you pretty much have to conform to the which is odd because that's usually what nintendo doesn't do although they did try with mario run it just it was so clear that it made more sense to do microtransactions with a gotcha style game on cell phones yeah um, that's what everyone knows you get it for free and then if you put money into it and most people put money into it i think dragalia lost almost made as much as mario did mm-hmm. you know for the past whatever month like and that's dragalia lost i mean people just it's a new ip people, yeah yeah people just want microtransactions i which in self which is fine i i mean i guess <laughs> yeah it's um yeah that's actually a good point Sean. They could do something like that i mean who knows they could also just talk about some new ip or some some new game getting revived or something they could put kid icarus out there or something who knows yeah um they have a lot of stuff they can pull from they're very fortunate very fortunate with that so yeah we'll we'll, we'll probably find out more as we go along because i'm sure since it's becoming more and more out there and we're getting closer to the time you'll probably see just more stuff start to just kind of pop up as people discuss it and things so we'll see we'll see what happens uh with that oh i did you know what there was a game that i meant to talk about that i also played this past week Okay, and that's uh, Crayola Scoot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that game surprised me a little bit because it's actually not terrible. Mm. Saw your video on it. It's Tony Hawk mixed with uh, Splatoon. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you should buy the game and play it. I'm like, no. 
it, it, it is it is forty dollars. So Why is it's a bit expensive? Why is there no online multiplayer? I, I don't know. That's the one part that shocked me. I have no idea why there's no uh, I, I, why there's no online multiplayer. I'm saving my money for Paw Patrol on a roll. It's coming out next week, so I'm I'm getting ready for that game. That's going to be my game that I probably shouldn't be playing, but, but I will be. Hey, I, I was going to request a review code of that game. Yeah, bad, bad night Amco on that one. <laughs> but dude, there's a yeah. It's actually not terrible. It's actually built fairly well. It's made by a a company who um, ported uh, how that. Well, no, they they made Silent Hill on the PS2 and they made it on the Wii. Shattered Cli Climax. Climax. Yeah. yeah, they made it. And they're the ones also at Sudeki. Which is weird that they did Crayola Scoot, but there you go. It's actually built well. It's not like buggy or anything. And uh, the controls are like skate. So if you like skate, it uses the right stick to do everything. Really? Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's it's actually somewhat interesting. I think if it was a $20 game and it had online multiplayer, I actually would recommend that game to people. I think I'll, I'll pick it up for like five because it's, yeah, it's going to go on sale. It's going to go on sale. I'll tell you that it, all the stuff you're mentioning are things I like, but trying to glue them together does not sound great. No, it, it play like it controls. Well, it's just, I don't think there's enough there for 40, but if it like drops like 15 bucks, I would actually probably tell people to just go buy it. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, it'll probably, I think it'll be one of those games that all of a sudden gets hit with like a 50% off sale randomly <laughs> on the eShop. So um, fun, fun game. Good for local play. Like Mario Party. So <laughs> um, let's uh, OJ, would you be able to get the leaked MPD numbers together while we go over this next topic? I know them. Cool. All right. Good, good. Uh, Days Gone got delayed. Is anyone really surprised, though? No, no I pe people are jumping on that real hard. And I did not expect that a lot. Really? Of people, OK, yeah, because. Remember, there was that early demo early this year that they let a lot of people like <laughs> play an hour of it, and it was real rough. And yeah. then they came back later with another hour demo that was a lot smoother. And people are really jumping on this and being like, the game is still totally trashed. Like the latest build can't even run. They're not ready for it to come out in a few months. So I, I didn't expect that. I'm still optimistic about Days Gone, but I don't know. I, I want to see more of it. I, I think it seems so much like to me, Last of Us. Like yeah. it looks. That's its uh, problem. Yeah, and so I, I just it, a zombie game now really needs to be amazing to sell. So yeah. it, if it's not amazing, maybe they need that delay. I mean, it just I look at it and it just doesn't feel unique. Like I just yeah. don't. It doesn't have an identity almost. The, when I look the, at it. The developers are clearly afraid of that. If you've been watching any of the long interviews they're doing, mm -hmm. as soon as people even slips up and calls the the monsters zombies, they get mad and like stop the interview and correct them every time. <laughs> they're like trying, like you know, we cannot get the zombie game branding because it will sink us. Like we have to pretend that we're super different. Who's making this again? Who's it's, the? It's, uh, this is this is the other thing I was going to bring up. I'm a little concerned for the studio because I, I think there might be a problem if it doesn't do well. That's uh Sony bend. Yeah. Sony oh, bend. And okay. I'm, nope. a bit, I'm a bit concerned for him, man. Yeah. Know. Bend has had a lot of ups and downs. They made siphon yeah. filter, right? Yep. Which I freaking love. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned that if this doesn't do well, they're uh, they're They might have a problem. They're gonna be Sony bent. I think. I think the fact that it's on PlayStation Four with the amount of um, the amount of systems that's sold. I mean, just as long as it's a halfway decent game, I think they'll be okay. Like, what was it like the Detroit game that didn't sell like crazy, but it sold good, sold pretty good, mm -hmm. you know. So I think uh, you know if they need to delay it to make sure it's right. I mean, they can still pull off what a three, four million off that big old install base. So I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think. I mean, just as long as it's a solid game. I mean, eighties or something like that, you know, something 
high 70s, 80s. I think they'll be fine. I think that the issue is they're going up against things like God of War. But I mean, those are all parts of Sony's, you know, uh, what they have. It's like Spider-Man, God of War. This is probably going to be, I mean, Knack is there. So I guess not technically, but it's going to be <laughs> one of Sony's probably, uh, I would say probably worst releases this generation in terms of first party stuff next to things like Knack. I just don't think it's going to sell as well as like God of War, yeah. Spider-Man or anything like that. Yeah, or Last of Us. I don't know if it has to though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. I, I don't think I don't think Sony's expecting this game to sell as well as those. Are they? Mm, I don't, well, I, 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 I don't think they are because they're doing things like delaying it and getting it out of the way of Anthem. This is the second time they've delayed it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, I I think that the main thing they may try and lean into at the last minute is I think they may yeah. try and be like, this is Last of Us until you get Last of Us of like like that. That may be what they end up having to do. And it may but, work. I mean, I, I definitely think that. Uh, like part of the reason Fortnite took off is because PUBG was the biggest game around and you couldn't play PUBG on PS4. So when Fortnite came over to PS4 first and had a battle royale and was free, everybody jumped on it. So, I mean, Days Gone might get that. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, they just they have to keep it away from they can't push it too much farther. Than, like, it can't get delayed again because we feel like The Last of Us 2 is coming out this year, this holiday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and really? this game, I, I think it is. I think it's going to come out this holiday. You don't think it will? Wow. You think it'll? You think it'll fall to twenty twenty? I mean, when they showed it, they basically admitted all they had done was what they showed in the trailer. Because I thought earlier this year they said it was about sixty percent done. Are, are you talking Last of Us? Yeah, Last of Us Two. Yeah, I thought Last of Us was pretty far along. I think it's it. coming out, out holiday twenty nineteen is what they're going to do. I, um, I think that's the goal. But yeah, I mean, Naughty Dog is also the type of people where they'll randomly just push something at six months in the last week. You know? That's a good point. Yeah. So I, I think you're right. That's probably their target. But there is a chance it's 2020 is when it actually comes out. Because I mean, there's also a chance that by the time holiday 2019 comes around, we might not even be talking about these systems anymore. There might be more new new systems to talk about. But that that also might work in their favor. I do think mm-hmm. a big reason Last of Us sold is Last of Us sold great on PlayStation Three. Everybody sold their PlayStation Threes and bought PlayStation Fours. Everybody with an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty sold it and bought a PlayStation Four. So they all rebought it. Yeah, and then um, and then I have a feeling this is going to move over to PS Five. Also, <laughs> it's yeah, gonna sure. they're gonna make Last of Us Two on the PS Five just like they did the PS Four for Last of Us Remastered. So I, I completely expect that. <clears throat> uh. Joe asked, do you think, do you really think Skybound games will finish Telltale's The Walking Dead? I would hope so. Yeah, they're going to, and I'm going to tell you why. It's because it's that's uh, Robert Kirkman's studio, and he's fairly passionate about Walking Dead, obviously. Uh, the comic series and everything. So I think he wants to do it more or less out of a uh, to to not have a blemish on the series as a whole to be like the studio did this this and this laid off all these people and and they mm-hmm. couldn't finish it because they because they might relate that to the Walking Dead in general. Walking Dead you know doesn't have enough money to make this video game or something. So yeah, they're gonna finish it. Well, yeah, and the sh- they're gonna do it one way or the other. I'm not saying it's gonna be good. One way or the other, I think they're gonna finish it. <laughs> the the show is super dead. Like the ratings are at record lows. It's so like everyone's moved on. So I think yeah, maybe, I stopped watching it too. Yeah, I don't really, like maybe don't maybe at this it. point, Robert Kirkman is like, okay, we got to make sure the games stay popular, or else I am broke again. I'll tell you what, uh, everyone should be watching right now is Daredevil because that came out. Season three came out. So just finished binging it today. I'm on like episode four. I got time. I got. I also got some, some ways to go. I've but, been uh, watching Seinfeld. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right, that's something. I'm, I'm watching Star Trek <laughs> Voyager. I'm on uh, season three now. It's great. I like Voyager. I watched that back in the day. 
when it was on TV, like new episode every week. It it aged really well. I I really think it did. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, from what I've heard from everyone, Daredevil is amazing. The season three, so I'm gonna. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm gonna keep going through it, and I'm looking looking forward to finishing it up. So, uh, yes, uh, leaked MPD numbers. OJ, um, what do you what do you what do you got for us on these? Because this was so, interesting. Yeah, so the numbers is uh, PlayStation. We'll just go from top to bottom. PlayStation four at four hundred twenty five thousand. The Nintendo Switch at two hundred sixty thousand. The Xbox One at one hundred seventy five thousand. And the Nintendo 3DS somehow sold eighty-one thousand. <laughs> that's that's the craziest thing of it that, all, man. I, somehow sold I, even at its price. I still, man, like still mm-hmm. somehow sold eighty-one thousand units. So that's really what it is right now. At this point, we don't have um, the plug-and-play stuff, but from what I understand, plug-and-play systems are doing still crazy numbers. Super Nintendo Classic. Nintendo Classic, those things are still doing crazy, but it's looking like it's looking like Nintendo probably sold around five hundred thousand units. When it's like if you combine everything, Sony sold a lot with the four four hundred twenty five thousand. So pretty good on that front. Um, Xbox One, you know, third kind of like all Xbox is kind of like always third. So it is what it is there. But like yeah. I said, yeah, the, the crazy thing is the is the Nintendo 3DS. Like Eddie, that's not a small amount, you know. <laughs> like guys, yeah. by the way, that's like. That like beats the Wii U badly, even in its heyday with the good games coming out for Wii U. That that eighty one thousand still kind of crushes what Nintendo ever did. The best Nintendo did really was the holidays, but we're not even really in the holidays. This is like September, so it's kind of, but not really. Nintendo never even came close to selling like ninety, like you know, eighty something thousand with the Wii U in its heyday with getting good games. Like, like sometimes it might sell like nine. Like, like I think Legend of Zelda, they had that bundle. The price drop it sold like ninety thousand in the U.S. NPD, and like the three DS just does it like. I, I missed like, sorry, before the 3DS talk. What was just Switch? What was just what was just Switch's sales? Two hundred sixty thousand. Two hundred sixty thousand. So uh, down. Uh, I think John also put a post down year on year about sixteen percent. It was uh, uh, from yeah from last month from last September. Last, yeah, but it's, yeah. last September it's down sixteen percent. Yeah, but yeah. up but up month on month by around fifty thousand units or something like that. So up month on month, down year on year. Yeah, so it's uh they're definitely leaning on the back end of the year with uh Pokemon and Smash where they'll probably get a bunch of uh a bunch of uh, uh I guess just in general systems sold with that. Um but they're about to go into October when Mario Odyssey released last year. Yeah, and they don't have anything that big. It's going to be interesting cuz it well the, in November they'll obviously November will even out and then December they're going to have that whereas last year they just had Xenoblade, right? Yeah, but they had packed us. Uh, I I think it really exploded throughout all the last year because they just kept building up energy from like, Hey, here's Mario Kart now with a bunch of new uh, modes and Oh, here's, here's a uh, uh, legend of Zelda and Splatoon. So I think now I feel like they're trying to just ride that steam. And I, I think they're running out of steam right now. They really need to 2019. It's going to speed up again, but I think they're definitely slowing down right now just because there isn't any giant stuff on TV. Uh, so be- I, I think I'm curious what what happens with Pokemon. That's going to be the real. That's the thing. I'm, yeah, right. Smash is going to sell like crazy, but like we've seen how people are with Pokemon. Let's go online right now, right? There, people aren't right. sure. People are sure. It's kind of all over the place with that right now. I'm very curious to see how many people are converted over from 3DS people because I've talked to a lot of parents, uh, like at conventions and stuff, and a lot of times the parent will straight up tell me, "I have a Switch." I let my kids play it sometimes, but they have 3DSs. So I wonder if once Let's Go comes out, that becomes the first thing of like, okay, I'm going to buy a Black Friday bundle mm. for my kids. I don't know. We'll see. What do you think? What, what were, you, were, you, were you about to say something, OJ, about the Let's Go situation? 
Uh, no, no, I wasn't going to say anything about that. Okay. Um, I'm looking at it. I know Nate had a post on this as well. Um, and uh, <laughs> out, out of the can. Are you, what are you eating out of no, no, that's Campbell's. Campbell's, Campbell's baby. What the fuck? But microwave that in a bowl, you animal. My God. <laughs> nah. Did you see him yet? You, I don't think you were here last. This dude was literally eating a, a pizza. pizza. Yeah, I was here. Yeah. Okay, you were okay. Yeah, you were there. I, <laughs> you know, whole well, cut it. <laughs> after that, I'm not gonna lie. Right after he left, I thought that was a good idea. As soon as the podcast was over, I ate a whole pizza myself too. The same way I did it, Sean style. I look like an animal. Every every pizza can be a personal pizza if you believe in yourself. <laughs> All you need Words is the like, by kids. All you need is the uh, my hero music playing when you're saying that. Right? <laughs> you say run. <laughs> oh man! I, I was gonna say real quick, Sean. I've lived on the actual streets, and people didn't eat the way you eat. I just want to point that out. <laughs> They're more sophisticated, there, yeah, right? People then at least would try their best to eat <laughs> off something, and you're just like, the can's open, ain't it, bitch? I mean, oh, I, I eat Chef Boy RD the same way too. Like, I'll just grab a fork, like grab the raviolis. I'll just grab a fork and just open the can and just eat it right out of the can. I mean, it's, it's like not a, even heated, is it? You just crack that thing open. Yeah, just crack it open. Room temp. Well, it's actually cold because I don't run the heat in my house. That's why I'm always. If you ever watch like my videos, like during the winter months, like. I'm always like wearing 50 layers and people are like, why are you wearing a hat inside? It's like, dude, it's freaking cold in my house. I hate using the heat. So like, yeah, it's actually pretty cold, but it keeps the drinks cold too. Cause I don't like to put the drinks in the fridge cause it makes them too cold. I feel. So I just leave them out. And so when room temperature is so cold, it's like they're they're chilled. So when are we MTV cribs in your house? Because this is going to be <laughs> it's, ridiculous. It's gonna be on the show hoarders. Let's be honest. With that house tour, man. You should have done that house tour. Dude, my place is a mess right now. I gotta clean it tomorrow. John, we just gotta show up at his house, kicking the door, and just videotape. We gotta do it. <laughs> I mean, that I wouldn't kick you out. I just like, yeah, come in. <laughs> That'll be great. Oh man. So the yeah, so the works. I guess people are expecting, but let's go is like I think the we're the real question mark when it comes to that because Smash is going to be. I mean, Smash is going to do some ridiculous numbers. I um, I I still don't think Smash is going to sell consoles. I just think, think so? I think I think Smash is going to sell a million freaking system. I think it's going to sell millions of units. I just I, I mean, obviously, I've only I owned everyone and beaten everyone and go to Smash tournaments, but I just. I feel like the Smash community is going to already own Switches. I just don't think there's going to be new Switches sold for Smash. But I'm going to hard I'm going to hard disagree with that one. <laughs> like, like, like like super hard disagree with that one. Um, well, but but, but, but then basically by disagreeing what you're saying is that people who like Smash have literally not bought the Switch. Yeah, just, that's the thing is if you look at the super hard I've looked at the hard numbers just recently and no no Smash has ever boosted console sales. That's Every not Smash true. Sells, no, no, every Smash sells well, but it's by the people who buy it. Like, and and then when they keep buying the system, they keep buying Smash. But it's not like where, like, when what's it? Stupid, uh, Infamous Second Son. That was a weird anomaly. Where when Infamous Second Son came out, it was the first like big budget open world game on the, PS4. Nintendo, and PS4. Nintendo 3DS got a big sales boost when it came well, out. Well, that, that also had exclusive content. So yeah, that that was where if you bought that, you'd get a one in Wii U, right? You'd get Mewtwo in the Wii U version later on. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, Smash sold 3DSs like crazy. It was just the Wii U 
was just the Wii U. You know, every single time Smash comes out, even with the GameCube, it still sold GameCubes like crazy when it, when it launched there. The Wii, it sold Wiis. Like, we had a great month when Smash Brothers came out. On oh, yeah, the Wii. We, we did. Yeah, we, we so, did. I, mean, I, don't, I don't see where Smash doesn't come out very often. It comes out, very, it's like once a generation. So yeah. um, from what I'm seeing and from what I'm seeing from the Smash community, there's actually people that are, you know, a lot of professional players that didn't even have a Smash yet. They're waiting to buy Smash Brothers uh, for, for, for that. But I think that, like, from what I've seen from the 3DS, I think it's going to be completely different. I think we're going to see a lot of people go out there and buy a Switch for Smash. Like, Smash Brothers is going to be that game for them. But, mm -hmm. like I said, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll yeah, see. Well, and also, you, I, I feel like you phrased that right there. Of like, that, that I could just be completely out of the circles of, like, since I, I'm not out there in the Switch circles. And I think that's the interesting thing of how many people are finally... It could be that Smash is the dam breaker. There are those people who kept being like, nah, like, nah, I'm not going to get it. And then finally Smash comes out. And they're like, all right, I'll buy it. It was supposed to be Pokemon this year, but that might be Pokemon yeah, right. next year. Well, next that's year, what I was about to ask. What do you think? Which bundle do you think will sell more, the Pokemon bundle or the Smash bundle? Pokemon. Like, we'll, we'll probably never know, but I, I think Pokemon will. I think Pokemon I, will be the one. I honestly, I, I honestly think the Diablo bundle is going to outsell the Smash bundle. I think a lot, are gonna buy, <laughs> a lot of people are going to buy Smash, but I think like, I, I think the Pokemon one's going to sell great, and I think the Diablo one's going to sell great. Just because Diablo is... I feel like games like that are much more focused towards the casuals. Mm. I, th I, think po I think Pokemon will have the best-selling bundle. Just I'm going to go with Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers is it's the biggest release. I mean, it's the biggest game yeah. you know, that nintendo has like for the holiday season pokemon let's go i mean it could be really big right but we're still having like the, some of the hardcore pokemon players are like ah, i'm not gonna buy this stuff everybody who's like smash is going to buy yeah it. There, there's more controversy around pokemon than there right now than there is smash so yeah i mean everyone everyone sees smash as being a worthwhile purchase right now smash something sold you know 15 million plus um on the 3ds and the wii u combined so i mean that's by far the the big that's one of the nintendo's biggest ips uh mm -hmm. so i can see smash just How and the fact that sell on the wii u when it first came out it's launch sales yeah i don't uh, i think it sold around 300 was it 300 something thousand in japan i'm not exactly sure exactly i, I don't remember what how much it sold um in the u.s and all of that but it was just wii u that was just the biggest problem was that uh, it was just it was just Wii U. It um, came out the first week of December in 2014. Does that sound right? The first to the seventh in December. Yep, that sound right. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it was, was it, it November? It wasn't November, or was it December? It was uh, December. I'm looking. It was third place of NPD. It's launch week. Well, I see the um, I see the uh, media crates for Japan. Yeah, because this is new. It says 227 thousand on the Wii U. 227, yeah. okay. which for the Wii U, yeah, that's that's pretty big. Oh, okay. So yeah, what it did is it was uh first place was Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, of course. Yeah. Second place was Grand Theft Auto, and then third place was Smash Bros. Wii U, which yeah, obviously a Smash a Smash game taking third place, uh, right underneath those is still pretty freaking remarkable. Yeah, that sounds about right for that. Um, it's just, it's just Wii U. Wii U is just the problem. Like the, the 3DS version sold so much better, you know. Yeah. Like it, you know, the 3DS version did so much better uh for them but yeah i mean 
we'll see we'll see what happens but i think the fact that you actually get you know the portable version of smash and you obviously get mm -hmm. home console smash and then it has all the characters in there i just think smash is going to be it's going to blow up it's just really going to get a lot of people to pick up the system with all the care i mean snake is back like every, you know everybody's there everybody's you know what i'm saying there. like everybody everybody's there in that one so i mean obviously i love smash that's one of the things you know but after looking at how well smash did on the 3ds i'm just kind of saying like they can have that same type of support yeah in, in, in uh Japan. media create for the uh, September 8th to the 14th when uh, Smash launched on the 3DS and it was brand new that week, sold 944,000 copies. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. If you can hit almost a million in Japan in your first week, that's pretty good. And it continued to sell afterwards. What's, what's interesting, though, is it actually only sold 40,000 3DS units that week. Hmm. What was the previous like what was the previous like the, the previous weeks? Do you know? Uh it says I actually have to add them because they divide them up here with the 3DS LL and the 3DS. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh 20 about 30,000. So it had about a 10,000 unit jump with Smash launching. So mm. yeah. I mean basically it still didn't sell as much as what the Switch does now in Japan. Um that I'm trying to think of how far into the Three DS's life that was it was, was four it was about four years into the three DS's life. Okay. Okay. Twenty ten in Japan. I think that's when the system launched. Twenty ten and twenty twenty eleven in America. Um so yeah, that sounds three, right. yeah. three to three to four years. Uh so there was a little bit of stagnation there. Um, but okay. at the same time, like you, you still had the consistent sales, like eight, even after Smash came out, you know, it jumped up and then it continued to stay consistent higher and higher. And then obviously the with the Wii U, it was just it's just Wii U. But, but yeah, we'll be it'll be interesting to see Smash and how that does because uh, we'll get the media create sales obviously um, to see and that's going to be um, is that a that's a Friday release right yeah it's a Friday release so we're only going to have two days on the media creates and uh, we'll see we'll see what kind of number it puts up there that'll be interesting uh, and then of course Pokemon will be interesting to see as well that's also a Friday so we'll see but it's tough. To in Japan, Smash isn't as big of a hardware driver as something like Splatoon. Yeah, so to, like, yeah. to like gauge Japanese sales of hardware and even software for something like Smash Brothers is just—it's such a small window because Smash drives sales in the West. Yes, I mean, yes. We, like we can look at the leaked NPD data and we see what the PS4 did due to Spider-Man. Yeah, this is at the end of the PS4 generation. And it sells almost half a million units. That is a lot of units. <laughs> so, like, what is Smash going to do in America for the Switch? It, I mean, if the Switch could feasibly sell a million units or more in December alone, it it ha I think it has to. I didn't get it. Did that last year, didn't it? Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the other the other systems had those Black Friday sales in November and crushed it in November. So, I would expect. I, I would I would completely expect Nintendo to have over a million units in uh in December. I'd expect one point two. I mean with yeah, with the bundles and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean it's definitely not gonna eclipse what the Wii did where it sold like what was one year it sold like three million units in December. Yep. God, <laughs> that dude, was yeah. the that was the year where they sold twenty four million Wii units in one year. Which was ridiculous, by the way. I don't think any console's ever done that. I, I do want to just kind of note like uh, what we were talking about with the sales of the like the continuous if you continue to look on the media create ever since like uh, Smash Brothers came out, it just continued to jump higher and higher. And towards the end of the year, they were selling nearly 100 something thousand units in Japan, you know, with Smash and with everything which, on the system. Know. 3ds yeah 3ds 3ds okay, so yeah. like towards the end of the year and everything so it kind of jumped up like when yokai watch released and everything mm. 
they sold over a hundred thousand units um, in December in one of the weeks, and then they sold like another uh, 80, 90,000 units. So I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like a little bit of, it, it, well, at least for Smash on the 3DS, it was a ramp up where uh, Smash just really helped uh, funnel the bigger sales that it got later in the year. What was the what was the price on the 3DS at that time? Was that was that when it was two hundred? Yeah, yeah, it was two hundred. Oh yeah, I was thinking 200. about that too because I know they have that Switch skew there that's like two thirty, I think, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't no. come with a dock or something like that. I don't think it comes with a power cord either. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a screen and a box. <laughs> yeah, Joy Cons in the screen. <laughs> so that'd be interesting to see. I mean, it's going to do Smash is going to do some big stuff in December, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, Call of Duty will still be the best selling game of the year. Chat, chat is eating me alive for the last 10 minutes and everyone's telling me to, to kill myself and stuff. I'm just I'm not saying that Smash is gonna sell <laughs> bad. I'm not saying that Smash is a bad game. Please act like like people are acting like I just punched Reggie Fizume in the mouth. I'm just <laughs> saying that it's not going to literally light the world on fire. I think it's gonna be a great game, it's gonna be amazing, and it's going to sell switches. I'm just saying it's not gonna sell 10 million switches instantly. That's all it's I'm gonna saying. It's gonna, I mean, it should sell more than the Wii U by quite a bit. Like, we're, we're, it might see 15 million in its lifetime. Oh, I, I think so. I mean, if, if you look at like, even like I said, I was looking more at the numbers for uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U, you know, like that game sold in Japan for that year, right? Uh, when it came out, it sold over 500,000 units, 529,000 units by the end of the year. I'm looking mm -hmm. at the Wii U Create. So that was on Wii U. Mm -hmm. And Wii U sales were up to, you know, they were, it was pushing, you know, 50,000 units or something like that on the Wii U. So, or no, sorry, the Wii U was selling 40 something thousand to 50,000 units in that December range. I think the last one here, they had 30,000. And that was good for, I mean, Wii U always sold horribly, you know, so that was good for that system. So now you're putting those two together. You don't got to buy two copies of the game or two versions of the game. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Um, very good. Evan, we had a Discord question. Uh, yeah, this one's kind of basic. Uh, Rim N says, so I have a 21-inch 1080p monitor plugged into my PS4 Pro. I've mm -hmm. been wanting to upgrade it to a 40-inch 4K TV, but with all the Astrobot and Firewall hype mm -hmm. going on right now, I don't know what to choose as my budget only allows me to buy one. I'm guessing he's talking about the VR helmet and everything. Um, so yeah, what do you think? 4K TV for the Pro or go VR? 4K TV. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's really like because you're buying it for like two games then <laughs> i'll be honest there's not a lot i mean ace combat's gonna have it but apparently it's gonna have like three missions so yeah that's the thing i was really hoping it would be a lot more than that in vr and it feels and, like two two games in the annoyance of setting it up which is your problem right now yeah and and here's the thing your 4k tv is gonna uh follow you to the next generation whereas mm -hmm. the playstation 5 is gonna do something different with vr Okay. Um, the headsets will be higher quality, but it sounds like it's going to also be built into the system at a hardware level to a degree. So I think your 4K TV will last a lot longer considering we're coming up to the end of the generation and that PlayStation 4 VR is going to be kind of cycled out. Like you could probably pick it up in like two or three years for like a hundred bucks, you know, at some point to well, check plus, these games out. Plus those TCLs, like the one I have are, are freaking cheap and they're actually like pretty legit. Like even like, professional reviewers of televisions and stuff yeah. like like them and they're only like 300 bucks 350 yeah that's kind of that's also his follow-up because he is saying that he's pretty sure we're pretty much all going to say 4k does anybody think vr helmet over 4k at this point vr baby let's do it <laughs> <laughs> i think nate and i are the ones that have vr aren't we yeah i, I would I, say i won't even hook knows. mine up <laughs> I, my roommate has crazy like top-end pc vr and i mess with it sometimes it's fun but i still i i can't 
pick VR over a normal experience. Uh, yeah, so he's basically we'll saying after I do an Astrobot, we'll see. Yeah, we'll right. see. The one I gotta, I gotta plug stuff in. <laughs> yeah, so he's basically saying recommendations, which you said, Sean. It was what? What um? What size does he need? He's saying forty inch. Yeah, my mine's my TCL is a four K. I want to say it's forty eight or fifty two inches, and it yours was is, like, yours, yours should be a fifty five. Okay, maybe it is. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> but it was like it was like three hundred and fifty bucks on Amazon, and like it's it's legit. It's a nice television. It got good reviews. Um, some what was it the Linus Tech Tips guy? Pretty much was making videos about TCL shit saying that, you know, for the price, like it's, it's ridiculously yeah. legit. So the, the TCL is good because it has a, a low, basically has a gaming mode that has lower latency in terms of like input. Uh, so that one's good. And you can get them now that the TCL 49 S four Oh five, you can get that for three forty shipped Amazon prime right now. Yeah, you can go up a- to the, you can go up to the 55 inch for three eighty prime shipped. No, that's 4K straight up. It has Roku actually built in. Oh, look yep. at that. There's a um there's a 43 inch for $280 4K. <laughs> yeah, like it's got it's got it's a smart TV. It's got all the the crap built into it. It's got Roku, Netflix, WWE network, all that sort of stuff. I I I love it. You know, it was a it was an affordable TV and it's it does what I need it to do. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's um TCL is a good line. I would look at some of those if you want to look at um like Samsung's usually pretty good. They have the 40 NU 7100. It's a four, it's a straight 40 inch, so exact size you want. That's 377 prime shipped. Uh the Samsung UHDs are pretty good. So that's another one I I might look into because if you start getting into Sony, uh it starts getting a little higher than 400 um overall. So I would look Samsung or TCL for that price range that size. You should be okay. So, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of reviews online for it as well for TCL and that, um, Samsung, I named a 7,100. So I would, I would check those, I would check those out. Uh, let's see. What are we, what are we playing? The, what are we, what are we looking forward to this week guys? Cause I'm looking forward to red dead fallout. I'm about to start playing oh, the fallout. Yeah. That beta is the 23rd. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to play that too. So, so I have three big plans for this coming week. I want to do a video on all three. I'm trying to do a video on Red Dead. I should be getting my copy soon, hopefully. Ooh. I'm going to be doing a video. I really actually want to talk about the first big piece of Spider-Man DLC is actually coming out this week called The Heist. So I want to check that out. And I'm, of course, going to be checking out the Fallout 76 beta. So I actually think all of those are going to be awesome. Yeah, the, the New Game Plus went up, the update for New Game Plus on yep. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So yep. People can go get that. Oh, yeah. That's all. Awesome. I'm looking, man. I'm all red dead right now. I'm just waiting at this point. I'm like trying to clear the schedule, get ready for it. That's a uh, Friday and, and uh, some copies have already leaked out. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you that rockstar has probably been paying attention. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's fair warning. <laughs> uh, and it is a two disc game. Yeah, they took pictures of it. Kofi on Twitter took pictures of it. No, it, don't say his name. I was gonna get in trouble again. Dude, his dude, his tweet, his tweet blew up on Twitter. They know. So I'll just tell you now. They know. He, he's, he, he's a smart kid. He's not gonna do anything that's gonna get himself in trouble, like the whole Spider Man deal. Best oh no, I wouldn't yeah. be worried. I wouldn't be as much worried about him as I'd be worried about wherever he got the game from. Is what I'll say. Yeah. Rockstar, they don't play around. They show up in like you know the the black suits and start yeah. uh, like where like in uh, uh, Simpsons where they they go to Homer's desk and they're like buy him out and they just start knocking everything yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get rich by buying stores? No, I wreck businesses. Yeah, 
Kofi doesn't say where he gets it from because he gets it from a mom and pop, so he doesn't say where he gets it. That's the pro- that's the problem. He, he yeah, they'll, they'll track down his location. They'll look at oh, all the man. Yeah, that's all. He needs to go dude, underground with his look. Well, I, uh, dude, knowing Rockstar's power, they may just literally stomp in there and be like, hey, bro. Like, they may show up at his front door and just be like, "Where? which store's nearby? Like, tell, tell us the store. Would they show up on horses in this situation? Yeah, right? <laughs> giant, giant Canadian six shooters. Like, I heard you got an early copy of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> hey, damn shame we took care of this American style. Dude, it's, what, what it's, it's the scary horses, out there with them, man. I'm telling you. Would the horses they roll up on have accurate genitalia like in the game? I, I hope so. If those <laughs> balls aren't swelling according to the weather. Well, it'd be, it'd be Canada, so it'd be cold. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be it is a two-disc game, though, which is interesting because it does seem that maybe the Blu-ray is, is, is outdated now. Mm-hmm. At least the one we know, because there are like quad layer Blu-rays and stuff. The Blu-ray drive that's in our systems now is outdated because I can't read those. So I'm wondering if we just get the upgraded Blu-ray drive next generation and then the following generation, it's all digital. Maybe. We're getting close, man. We're getting close. Generation the generation after? Yes, not the PS5. I'd say the PS6. That would put us at uh, almost... That'd be as close to that'd be like 2027 then, right? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't even want to think about that. That's too, <laughs> that's that is far. I'm picturing my daughter. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's a, it's a bunch of old people sitting around talking about video games. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? These are streaming services <laughs> here. That PS8 re- reveal is going to be great, man. I just don't want to get too crazy. I might like, you know. Like like blow up my back or something. <laughs> back in my day, every console when you oh, bought a game man. it had a disc. We wouldn't be that old, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're so We're gonna age. The YouTube stress is gonna make us hyper age. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though, because we're you get a data disc basically that you pop in, it has to install that first, and then you put the next disc in and install stuff from that too. So it's basically shipping with almost 100 gigabytes of, of data on two different Blu-rays, essentially, which is um, that's where we are now. I, I think what they're going to do, if I had to just make a shot in the dark guess, I think in PlayStation 5 era, they're going to start to just give us basically play, uh, basically PC install discs where the disc will do literally nothing, where the entire thing takes like two freaking hours to install. And then once it's in there, the disc is just basically a paperweight that verifies you own it. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm wondering if they're gonna do that because the the quad layers are expensive. They're like we're talking like 32 gigabyte switch cartridge expensive right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't the disc right now basically just that? Just yeah, a the disc is just yeah, that. the disc is. I mean, that's like Spider Man. You gotta you had to install the whole thing, didn't you? Well, well, in that it, well, it's yeah, still all PS4 them. and Xbox One games, you install the whole game because the disc drives aren't fast enough to get the data. Right. Yeah, but I, I still mean that sometimes they'll try and run something out there. Sometimes cutscenes or stuff like. Uh, for specifically, I remember with uh, freaking uh, Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy 15, a lot of the gameplay and combat is rendered off the disc, but then the cutscenes are downloaded off the internet, and then the freaking game itself is run like in a, on the install. Hmm. It's uh, the other thing is, I guess, the logistics of having two discs per game or three discs per game, maybe <laughs> if you need to. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much they all want to do that because who you call it was complaining about 2K was good. That was their biggest thing for next generation, which threw people off. And now we see Red Dead using two discs was that they want a bigger storage medium than Blu-ray. Now, like that threw everybody off. Like, what? You don't need that. Here's here's Red Dead now with two discs. It's like, yeah, yeah but 
Red Dead, to me, at least, I feel like Red Dead is more of the exception and not the standard. Okay. You know? I mean, I mean, some games are getting pretty big, right? I mean, uh, I mean Final uh, Fantasy Royal Edition, dude. Like, yeah, how big? Yeah, how big is that? I know it's like 180 on the PC, right? I, I think it's 86 gigs, right? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. It, it, because of all the chapters, I, I've beaten every single bit of that of uh, the Royal Edition, and yeah, I mean, it's a lot of DLC, it's a lot of maps, it's a lot of. A lot and of they don't, maps. they don't want to compress the audio or the video. They just want it to be uncompressed and put on there and. I mean that that was the that was the promise. I remember when Blu-ray first came out, that was the promise. Like uncompressed audio, oh. uncompressed video and all this stuff and uh now people have to compress it to get it on there. Blu-ray is uh dual layers are 50, single layer are 25 and then the quad layer are 128. Which is interesting. Um that they got that up to 128, but you need a certain drive. The drives in our systems now do not support that. Mhm. So and the drives are actually kind of expensive. The discs are expensive. Oh, if you want to get one that you can write to, those aren't cheap. Those are like, I think they're like five dollars a disc <laughs> to buy them. <laughs> so not cheap, not cheap. Maybe next generation they'll be cheaper. I don't know. Um, I think it's because no one really buys them. I think that's why they're not cheap. Uh yeah. So, so that's where we are now. But Rockstar was also in the news. Uh, did you guys want to talk a bit about the employee crunch situation that was going on? Wasn't it? Uh false though it's all over the place man people are because uh some people are talking about how it's not some people like there are so many testimonials going on right now out there uh where rockstar actually said that their employees were allowed to talk on social media where usually they're not like about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. they said go ahead and apparently there are examples from kotaku of their being crunched with qas and then yeah people are showing up saying there's not with like the writing and the graphic design and everything so that's that's interesting. I, I think it's probably like 50 people that are having the crazy, crazy crunch or maybe 100 people out of like the thousand people. I think that it's definitely happening, though, because I've seen so many people come forward and talk about stuff like someone on this old QA team for Rockstar talked about at one point he there was like a competition of whoever worked the most hours that week. They would put your name up on a board and whoever worked the hardest, like in the most amount of hours, like they would give you a trophy. This guy worked uh, 112 hours in a week and he came in third place. So it's one of these where it's like, like clearly this crunch is people who sleep at the office, wake up at the office, eat at the office. Uh, but then I'm sure other dudes are working 35 hours a week and taking a two hour lunch break every day. Man, like, I'm sure both. A, a trophy and my name on a board. You better be paying me. Well, Shit. no, but the thing is also the thing is that a company like that, they're constantly scaling. They're constantly bringing people in and firing old people that they think are no longer useful. So people are constantly competing for those top slots. Like you want that cushy job because the same way, like naughty dog, like naughty job. If you've ever talked to anybody who's ever worked at naughty, naughty dog, why am I saying naughty jobs? <laughs> You and not America? Dog. What'd you say? I'm saying if, if you get in a really secure spot at Naughty Dog, you can work there for 30 years, you know? So people are constantly competing to be the best employee. Oh, I see who you're talking about. That was Adam Boy's uh, head of Iron Galaxy, where he said, my yeah. first job in games, we had a leaderboard where we tracked who worked the most hours in one week on the project. I made it to third place with 118 hours. Yeah, they were in they were in QA at the time. That's what they said, um, and I feel yeah. like Q QA is probably where the big crunch is. But he also said I was young. I didn't have a family. I didn't care about working those hours because I wanted to impress management. Right now yeah. he's forty and he wants to be home every night for dinner with his wife and children. 
Yeah, but but I'm still just mentioning that it's indicative of the fact that that stuff builds up sometimes without management stepping in consciously. Like well, nobody's yeah. got a gun to their head forcing them to stay there so much as it is that people just really want that naughty job. Yeah. And they they also said that they Adam uh, Boys went on to say that he um he felt like maybe he was pressuring coworkers to work more because they were um yeah you're right he's like, yeah he said he doesn't have he didn't have family or anything at the time so he didn't really mind um but yeah i mean they were trying to work up in the company and apparently qa man everyone talks about qa being like where the big crunch is so i mean there's only so many i mean if you get the crunch for developers and stuff the big thing i see people talk about is that they're how many they're not a, an unlimited supply of developers and people who can work on this stuff so there's burnout and then you know how many people really want to go into industry if that's what you're doing all the time well that that's something i've seen a lot of people talk about is the fact that uh uh, I'm trying to remember who said this, but Amy Henning talked about the fact that she worked basically 14 hours almost every day for the last seven years and they didn't even release a game. And like, I think in a way that's probably what's burning her out so much is like, yes, I created Uncharted and it's this giant masterpiece, but working that hard is going to make her just be completely crushed creatively by the time she's like 50. Hmm. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, and then I, we'd have some, super chest to read but sean did you want to talk a little bit about this new system that you're gonna do a video on soon yeah how do you say it amico or amico i'm gonna go with amico amico okay that's what i'm going with that's the, what I'm going with. the intellivision amico um so this is something that um i was supposed to actually have a conversation with tommy and i now realize that i never I, got around to it i, I know can, you I, talked to him Max. yeah i i can i can give you the breakdown at some point if you want um, but yeah, it looks like they are doing something very interesting is the word I'm going to use. And usually when I use the word interesting, you know that I'm quite puzzled by it. So they're looking for a 2020 release um, under $200. Uh, only family friendly game. This is this is the uh, this is a new a television, essentially, is yeah. what this is. So E or E10 games only, no teen rated games, no mature rated games. Uh, no ports are allowed on the console. <laughs> uh, games, the maximum price is $8. Um, there will be some physical editions of the stuff as well. Leaderboards, lots of old school stuff brought back to life. Um, interesting. In, in, did interesting. You see, did you see that it appears to have a disk drive. Yes, because the physical editions will have yeah. uh, disk stuff. It looks like it pops up like uh, like uh, like one of those old CD player Walkman things would. That's kind of yeah. what it looks like. It does. It like pops up. So very very interesting. Is this is a good? <laughs> so so I got to talk to the president of Intellivision on the phone. We had like a nice thirty minute conversation about this before it was revealed. And something he said is that he wants he feels like and this is going to be crazy talk. So I mean everybody get ready to lose your minds. He basically said that it seems like everybody is aiming towards hardcore gamers. Everybody's making like the biggest, fastest, most hardcore game. And he feels like somehow we're neglecting this unseen market, which apparently is like grandmas. Like he seriously is aiming at the non-gamers who would look at this stuff and be interested in it, but don't know where to begin. So he literally is aiming like as low as he possibly can to see if that'll scrape up some cash. Hmm. That's 2D, it's, 2D as well. Yes. Apparently, yeah. did you see that? Apparently, okay, this system is going to uh, do 2D better than the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PS5. Yep. 
because of the 2D first development focus. That worked really well for the Sega Saturn. So well. something he told me that I can also talk about now is that he wouldn't mention names, but he basically said that it sounds like they're reaching out to get a bunch of people who made classic in television and Atari games who are, are still alive. alive. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Just pulling them out of the retirement yes, home. Yeah, exactly. in. Dig up his bones! Dig up his I, bones! I mean, at this point, they are basically skeletons. And so for some reason, he wants to give those people a job. Uh, and he was very proud about that, about somehow like these uh, old geezers will make the best experiences. I mean, interesting for the record i love tommy tallarico as a music composer he's yeah. composed some of the greatest earthworm jazz the, the time crisis the terminator on sega cd which is just like the epitome of butt rock such an awesome soundtrack but i you know this oh man it's gonna be it's gonna be tough it's gonna be an uphill battle i feel mm -hmm. right so tommy tallarico guy he's making this like that's yeah. yeah yes so so basically as weird as it was he obviously was a composer for a long time he has the yeah. world record for most video games ever worked on i think he's worked on like 170 games then he got a partial ownership of Intellivision and then was running his like uh, music live thing and got a bigger share of Intellivision. And then the founder of Intellivision just fell over dead. And since he owned the biggest share, I think he became the official president of it. And he sat on it for a few years and now he's trying to basically make a console. Yeah, he was supposed to he was supposed to talk to me at one point. He never called me. So maybe he'll maybe he'll reach out. I like I liked him on Judgment Day. I used to watch, yeah, I used to watch him on G4 also. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that too. I like that he would literally <laughs> yeah. just like review the sound of every game. He'd be like, let me see about the footsteps. Like, that, an invisible go ballistic. If there was invisible walls, he would just yep. go ballistic on the game. And he, tr and he trashed Bomberman Jetters on the GameCube, so I didn't like him for a little bit because of that. Dude, I mean, invisible walls was like a thing back then, man. It, it was. <laughs> oh, man. That was great. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. They announced it two years early. It's not coming out for two years. So I, when he talked to me, I thought it would be uh, out this winter. Like they made it like he talked to me. Like when I talked to him in emails and stuff, that's the impression I got too. He was talking like in July and August to all of us secretly. And so now that it's out, we're allowed to mention it. But yeah, it really made it sound like they had a box built and they were ready to drop something in it. So it's weird that they're like, all right, 2020. Like, Mm, that's a hell of a run up, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. hundred, they want like somewhere in the hundred and forty to hundred fifty, somewhere in there. They want to be one, basically, they want to be like hundred fifty dollars. I think one one fifty to one eighty is, yeah. is the price that's quoted. Twenty first century chipset technology. You're not even ready for that. <laughs> He's gonna plug it in there and catch fire. I oh, am gonna be oh. curious about this two D setup. I'm gonna be curious what why it's that much better. I I just because his programmers don't understand the third dimension. They're going to be wearing three <laughs> glasses and having heart attacks. It said they're actually going to be paying develop. Like they're actually going to go out and pay developers yeah. so yep. that there's no risk involved in programming for it. Yep. It, it, that was one thing he said is that their goal is to have only eight out of 10 games and above. That's what he specifically told seven, me. Seven, seven out of 10. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Seven out of 10. And then he said that like, if a game internally was not fun, they would just not release it. That they're going to make games so cheap that if something sucks, they can afford to just can it. I feel it's like the, the idea of E to E 10 is that's weird. What were you saying? Nate, go ahead. No, I didn't say anything. Uh, oh, somebody somebody was, saying, was jumping in. I, I was saying that that's on paper. That's a great idea. On paper, that's an amazing idea. And mm. it reminds me of old school Nintendo of like just crushing yourself with quality control. So all that can come out is diamonds. But mm. for this, it doesn't seem possible. E, e to E10 is weird, though. But 
because that's they just want they i think they they just want platformers and stuff it sounds like right yeah i guess exclusive exclusive only can can they have can they have like a baseball stars game on there does that count as 2d um well it better be exclusive because they only want exclusives no <laughs> ports that's oh odd. so they can't get paw patrol on a roll so i mean that's yeah. that's my no problem yeah oj's out no. they, they don't want paw patrol they want golden girls has tea <laughs> <laughs> why would you want that over pop paw patrol is awesome anybody who has kids you guys know what i'm talking about paw Patrol catering awesome. to grandmas they want to watch golden girls is, is anyone like is grandma's it? house the author is is an attractive is a handsome hobby. woman yeah is, any, odd. Is, is anyone surprised that Intellivision has the money to do this? I, it doesn't sound like it's a high risk investment if they're just making basically nothing. But they're yes. also but they're also paying developers to come over specifically for them. Well, because it's just 2D games, right? So it's yeah. basically like an indie develop. I mean, how much do you need for like a, a 2D indie game these days? Like yeah, a that's basic, true. you know, like 50,000, 40,000? Well, yeah. And, and also keep in mind, a lot of these guys are sold. They already have a pension check. So he's just got to supplement it. <laughs> this man out here with the pension check. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, I got my pension. What do you want, homie? <laughs> do you let's, want uh, game? I got you. <laughs> let's go through some of these, uh, these super chat questions and everything here. Uh, Leroy's says i wish ea will support the switch so we have the sims and madden on the go it seems like they do not want portable console games yeah it's weird i i don't i don't see why madden is you, you mentioned console. yeah you mentioned madden a while ago sean that's what you wanted on there it makes sense like i i enjoy playing football games from time to time i haven't picked up a madden and since probably it sounds like you're not missing a lot so you're probably yeah, okay <laughs> that's the thing but i mean it just i think it would sell well you know um but for whatever reason, they're just—they don't seem like they're going to do it. Maybe next year, but who knows? Well, did you hear what EA said? It's not the best thing for Madden to be on the Switch. It's not the best thing for more people to be able to play this type of game anywhere that they want. You know, like you know, if you're watching NFL, you know, you're watching your team, and then you can play right there. You know, that seems like something that people would want to do. That's not the best thing for the game. That's not, not the best, best thing not. for the game is to be on the same TV that you're probably going to be watching NFL on. So you can either do one or the other. So that's EA. Yeah. That that's EA's. Uh, I think the real reason is they moved it to Frostbite. They don't feel like designing a whole other Madden like they did with FIFA, where they designed like a whole other FIFA for the Switch. I feel like EA's just doesn't feel like it is their thing, unless I mean, they get that Frostbite engine working on the Switch. Here's a question I have. So uh -huh. going on, going on what you just said, they've they've moved it to a different engine. Do, so when they move games to different engines and new and improved engines, do like the other engines just like burn up in the atmosphere or something like <laughs> christ sakes you still have the engine laying around probably like just throw in like a roster update or something like that and you know spruce it up a little bit like if 2k can make nba 2k yeah that's a good look, point look and play as good as it does on the switch I, there's no reason for it man I think it's possible, and I think we'll see it because my God, they're leaving hundreds of millions of dollars on the table. But I think it's they're going to have to build a separate team for it. I think that there's going to be a team that's developing it for like PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and they're going to have a separate team working on the Switch version of it. They I have, they have another. I think that you're right. I think because they have a separate team for FIFA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would see that they. I don't know. EA's weird as it is. So. I mean, FIFA, FIFA for Switch is kind of a complicated situation because Nintendo assisted in the development of FIFA 18. For the uh, like the, the custom engine they did? Yeah, so if Nintendo's not willing to say, we're going to spend money to help you bring mm -hmm. that into our system, EA's probably not going to do it because they want some of their risk covered and Nintendo's I feel like FIFA was probably an easier decision because that's popular like everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Madden is just North America. Yeah. And if, I mean, 
they're really going to fight for what? 500,000, 750,000 sales on the Switch compared to 8 million on the other Madden, systems? Is it Madden, even worth it? Madden doesn't even sell like, I mean, Madden sells for like a couple weeks and then it's discounted. Like it's discounted like yeah, yeah, it's later. Yeah, it's, it sells for just a short amount of time and then it's literally done and the sales drop off of a cliff. So, I mean, I can I, I can see why EA is kind of like, oh, screw it, you know, because whatever. But I mean, yeah. People should just buy Mutant League football when it comes on Mutant Switch at the end Mutant of the month. League yeah, rocks. apparently, apparently we're all getting that and playing it. Apparently, so. yeah, I got a copy. Look, it was it was good as hell on the PS4, man. And this is like has more modes and more teams. That's out. That's out shit. soon, isn't it? Uh, I believe the thirtieth. Thirtieth, like is that, is that a thirty dollar game? Uh, forty physical, I think. Hmm. I might pick that up anyways, dude. That that game rocked. Yeah, I remember that game was actually pretty cool. Uh, and then Leroy then just says microtransactions with an angry face. Wait, what face is that? It says angry. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alex says, uh, what would make a good Metroid Prime 4 for all of you? Also, could you all please send the kiss through the camera to all of us? All right. This uh. is the straightest kiss ever. Here we go. There we go. Oh, no <laughs> eye contact. Um, I want I want online multiplayer. That's my unrealistic expectation. But I would like, on. I think the online multiplayer is really really cool in doom so if it's even sort of in that speed and pacing i'd love some uh some online verses in some way with metroid prime 4 it's, not, it's apparently they're working on it so there you go <laughs> apparently uh, i think i think doctor found that on linkedin um so apparently they're working on online in some fashion for metroid that would be good though because they had that with uh, the DS version, didn't they? Yeah, Metroid they Prime Hunters. Hunters yeah. and Met Metroid Prime 2 um, had a local multiplayer. Metroid Prime Federation Force had a multiplayer. So. We don't speak of the sin. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, say something a little bit different. I'm going to say I need Metroid Prime 4 to have the atmosphere, the environment, and it, I need it. It needs to be 60 frames per second. Mm. Yeah, fair. Because that's what it—that's what it's always been in my mind for the Prime series, I and need, I think they'll do it because Odyssey was sixty. I, I need some—I need some more depth to like. I need Samus to actually be a real bounty hunter in the game. <laughs> like, oh just, yeah, I need her to actually be a real bounty hunter. That's—that's that's my main thing. I want. Quest, you, you want I this want to be the Red Dead of the Metroid series? Not that. I mean, I just like backtracking. That type of game design is just. Focusing on back, you have this weapon. Now you go here. You have this weapon. Now you go here. It's like that game design is just a little bit dated, like a really dated for me. I kind of I want them to open. I mean, they can do it. I don't got a problem with that because like lots of games you have to go back. Heck, Starlink, you have to go back after you do certain things. That's fine. But making it the main hook of the game, which is you have this weapon. Now you go here is just like something that I don't really feel like I, I want to actually be able to go to multiple planets and be able to go on different quests and hunt different type of enemies, hunt super hard enemies, you know? Like, I don't want it to just to be, like, the type of... Well, they're definitely, spending, they're definitely spending some time on this game. So, I mean, I remember when we saw it at E3, we were like, yeah, it's coming out in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, I still have hope. I still have hope. We still have a couple months left. <laughs> yeah, that November yeah. directed yeah. Metroid Prime 4 out now. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, we think it's a holiday 2019 game, and I think E3 is going to be decked out, so I'm excited for that. Um, that's what would make it for me, though, is is that frame rate and that environment. It has to be like that that creepy environment. Um, you have to know basically that you're alone on the planet. So, so you basically want you want Outlast uh, Metroid. Got it. 
I mean, dude, if you go back and play them, that's how it felt. It was like it was it was not a welcoming environment around you. Uh, when the trilogy comes space. out, everyone needs to revisit it because that's I played it on Dolphin recently, and that's they did a very good job on the GameCube doing that at sixty frames per second. So those were like, I, man, when the, that came out, those visuals were insane. On that it was, it was literally insane. I remember that was uh, two thousand two. So yeah. that was my uh, that was my sophomore year in high school. And I remember me being like pretty much the only really hardcore nerd on the team, you know, because I went to like a football school. I was like, ah, I went to school. I was like, hey, did you guys see Metroid? And it was just like, look at this nerd. Like, like, why is she playing like Grand Theft Auto 3? I think that was one of the games that was big at the time. So uh, I was freaking out, but no, I had nobody to nerd out with at school. So Prime, Prime looked insane on the GameCube. Yeah. Yep. Still looks great. Still looks great, yeah. Yeah, lo loaded in a dolphin. They have like all those mods where you put up 1080p and everything and anti-aliasing. It looks insane still. Um, let's see. Uh, Wife Fuse Gaming says Diablo 3 and Smash Bros. Ultimate Bundle releases on the same day. Switch one are you guys going to get? Neither. I got a Switch. I'm good. <laughs> I, I have a Smash Brothers bundle already pre-ordered. So. I, yeah, I have. Well, I don't have the. I have the super ultimate. What is it called, OJ? The super edition of ultimate, the one that's not the bundle, but it's just the huge game with the controller and all that. Deluxe, the deluxe yeah, one. Yeah, I have the deluxe. I have the deluxe pre-ordered, so I'm not going to get the bundle. I'll just get the. I'm going to get the regular one. The steel book look kind of cool. I'll just get the regular. I'm, one. I'm such a nerd. I also bought the one that Dreamcast guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I need to get the GameCube controller. Um, that's obvious. But uh, the only right now, the only game that's going to come out that would make me buy a bundle is um, what you call it, uh, Metroid. I'd buy a bundle for that. Uh, or I would also buy a bundle for Halo Infinite. I'd get a Shinmu bundle where it actually has the Phoenix mirror in the center. I'd buy a, a Phoenix uh, a Shinmu bundle for Dream or Switch. Is uh, Nate? Are you getting either bundle? No, I have a switch. I don't need another. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm just getting the regular Diablo and the regular Smash. But I'm getting both of those physically. Yes, it's it's fun collecting these cartridges again. So yes, I'm getting I, I usually don't, physically. I usually don't go with the bundles and stuff. Like Nintendo always tries to do that with, with the 3DS, right? Like they tried to get people so much with that, and like I I just felt wrong after I bought the Majora's Mask 3DS. I'm like, why did I? I've already got like two. That one looked like, cool though. That was like gold, man. It, no, it is cool, and, and trust me, but it's just like such a, somewhat of a waste of money at the end of the day. Like you're just spending on these monies on these the, the different mm -hmm. bundles, and the, the 3DS ones are arguably way better than what they're doing with the Switch, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like I'm not huge on the lineup. I mean, of I, mean I got that I got that Spider Man bundle with what I. I think is a fairly ugly controller actually but the system looks cool well they're yeah. sort of switch is doing this now with their weird re-releases of all their own games like didn't you make a video about this sean where like now exactly one year later they're like this yes. is the starter edition or whatever and it's like 80 bucks instead or whatever and it has no it's the same price it's just 60 but comes with all the cool shit yeah it comes with like a book and like yeah. different cover art and stuff. what a ripoff yeah I, I saw the odyssey one uh mario odyssey oh, yeah. at, at walmart the other day when i was there i was like man i would have rather had that when it first you. came out <laughs> people call me petty for that i'm like no that's not petty shit uh, I'm an early adopter. I want everything. <laughs> uh, what they should have at least done was uh, had those because it comes with like a book, right? It's like a getting yeah. started thing. They should have had that, that as like a code that you get the email out 
or like through my Nintendo if you registered your product, where you get it digitally. You know, just be like, you get the, at least the book. Digitally. No, I want the damn physical book. I want the, I want the book. I, I, I do too, but mostly <laughs> I collect strategy guides. I actually have like hundreds of strategy guides and I love it. And I think that those are so cool because I have like new custom art and stuff. I wish I could put those on my shelf, but I already own the games and I'm not going to rebuy them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, or Potter says, Evan and John, thanks for all your support, guys. Yeah, or Potter made a, another video today, yep, yesterday, today, today. today. Another, um, he did that, he did that, um, that, uh, that, what was it? He, he cooked about the monster curry, or yeah, which one? he made the monster curry from uh, Zelda, right? Yeah, I believe yeah, he put that up yeah, a little while yeah. ago. Yeah, that was cool. I like that one. That was a good video, Evan. If you, if you find that video, if you put that in the chat. Right. Uh, speaking of, yeah, the monster curry was pretty cool uh, that looked good i haven't made it most because i don't cook but uh it looked it looked good uh kuro tengetsu says sony x 900 e is killer i think that one's also if i remember right pretty expensive <laughs> yeah it's about a, that one's anywhere from a thousand to twelve hundred i think for the 900 e so it's a bit pricey, but I, that one is obviously it's nice um the sony's are good they're just on the higher end of the scale for price like if you're looking with 400 tcl and like samsung for a 40 inch you're probably in your wheelhouse um lloyd uh lloyd Avester says rgt85 is the greatest youtuber of all time with four exclamation points i mean he's not wrong <laughs> uh andrew says can you eat soup from a can and red dead 2 ideally yes I would. I, I hope. hope so. I would hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, man, that game's gonna be awesome. I'm ready to play that on Friday. I need somebody to sell it to me early. <laughs> I bet you that game's gonna pop. I wonder if that game's gonna pop up on Craigslist early. I I've already I've got my feelers out. I'm trying to find it in uh, Texas. Yeah, I want to get that early. That'd be good. Uh, that game's gonna be awesome. Apparently, this the campaign is 60 hours. Mm -hmm. The campaign is like, geez. Uh. Viral says uh, egg. I think that was the thing going in the chat for a yep. bit there. Egg meme. Yes, there you go. Uh, David David says uh, just bring the Hunter series to the Switch. I think they have to do some work on that because the that was like touchscreen controls and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, people like that game. Some people just didn't like the control, honestly, with that. I don't really know how else they do it, though, because it was like a first-person shooter, so I don't know how else they would have done it. I, I but I just want to say real fast. I thought touchscreen actually the touchscreen on 3ds was fantastic. I love uh, Phantom Hourglass, uh, and that's completely a touchscreen game. Love it. Okay. Um, how did the online work for Hunters anyway? I didn't even play that online. There was. Great. Let me tell you, because I, I seriously played like eight, like uh, probably eight hundred hours of it online. Wow. Like it was, it was ridiculous, but, um, yeah. So like you would do random matches, um, with people and it was based on a, a ranking system. There was a star system, um, and basically it went from one to five. So that would sort of dictate, you know, what sort of person you were going to play against. There was friend matches, uh, via friend code. And if you did a friend match, you could talk to the people with the built-in DS microphone and it, you know, it sounded okay-ish. What? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Yep, 2006 voice chat. Same thing with, same thing with po Pokemon um, Diamond and Pearl as well on the DS. Oh, you're man. Battling, you, can, you can voice chat. Me and my friend, I got I got a Caesar. It's getting it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse out here. It really is. Um, What's yeah. important, the aiming was great. I think that's the most important thing is the features were cool, but also, man, did it feel good to just run around and shoot people in the face in a Metroid multiplayer. Yeah, it was really fun. You could do up to four people in a match. Um, obviously, one-on-one. -on -one, we, you know, we, we used to play competitively. We were 
like that. So like one-on-one matches were, were what we mostly played on like Alino's perch because that was sort of a, a fair map. But yeah, and then each character also had um, a uh, like a physical attack, I guess you would call it, like a melee attack. Where um, so Trace was the sniper character. That's the one I used to use a lot. Um, would do like a lunge attack. Um, Silex could put down three little balls, and if you were inside of the three electric balls, like it would clamp you in and you would die. Um, Samus, of course, had um, you know morph ball bombs and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty cool. I want to yeah, I just want to put that out there. Uh, the, the the DS had four megabytes of RAM and it's doing voice chat. Jesus. Natively. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just let that sink in for a minute. You don't know how powerful those megabytes are, though, my boy. Yeah, man. That's the problem. It had a, uh, what you call it, an ARM 9 at 67, uh, 67 megahertz. The DS was ahead of its time. That's the reason why I was doing all these things. It's ahead of the current time. Damn. If you go back, if you it's really funny. If you go back and watch the uh, the uh, debut of it, where they show it off on the stage, everyone cheers about Wi-Fi being in it. It's like man, <laughs> that was that was definitely two thousand four. <laughs> oh, that's great. One of the best moments ever is when they announced uh, the the fact that there would be three G inside of the Vita, and they're like, "Brought to you by Sprint, right?" Wasn't it Sprint? It was, was, it was AT and T. AT and T. Everyone goes boo. Reveal. Everyone booed. As soon as I saw AT and T, I was like, "Well, screw that." <laughs> I never, I never even used the the near stuff with that, with like the AT and T thing. People said it worked all right, but like you had the buy it in like megabyte chunks so you could buy it in like 256 megabytes but i was like what it was like pay as you go it was so bad oh, i did not get that whole situation neither did sony because they pulled it out of it so there you go although that uh that 3g s- slot that used the um sim card can now be used for micro sd cards so in the hacking scene in the, uh, in the hacking scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I have a big video about hacking coming out tomorrow, by the way. I filmed it a while ago and it took a long time to put together, but I have a big video about uh, hacking across the ages. And I ha- show uh, uh, basically everything you've ever seen hacked, including a hacked Vita, a hacked PSP, a hacked Xbox. And then I talk about Switch hacking. Nice. I might, I, I think I'll probably hit the AT Games blast thing with a hammer tomorrow. So that'll good, well. good. <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm sure that'll go well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, now it will with what's going on. So yeah, I, I did it before it was cool and it definitely blew up in my face. Uh, and Enrique uh, says, do you guys think it, it's feasible for the rumored 2019 switch revision to increase handheld performance to be the exact performance? It is currently docked and docked performance at PS4 base level. So basically both to move up. So handheld being docked performance now, docked performance to be PS4 base performance. Uh, I mean, no, but no, it's not ever going to hit PS4 exact performance. And I mean, in handheld mode, it's going to get a boost, but it's still just going to be you're going to see games run natively at 720p instead of like 540p. So it's, I mean, it's going to be a boost, but it's not going to be this huge four to five times increase of performance. Right, it's going to be like a resolution increase. Like things that drop to, I don't know, like 480 or something will stay at 720 most likely. Yeah, you'll see the yeah. increase of, you know, the resolution. You'll probably see some frame increase for some games, but it's still it's not going to be a portable PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like I said, I think there's a price. I think they're price conscious about it. So um, now the Switch 2, you know, let me, let me get and talk a bit about that. You know, years and years down the line. 
Uh, yes, that's kind of my thought on it as well. I don't know if anyone else had a different thought or if people were leaning more towards, I guess, the more realistic of it's probably going to give a bit of a um, boost to, I mean, for resolution and performance. It's yeah. actually it's actually going to be um, better than the PS5. Nintendo is <laughs> actually teaming up with Intellivision um, to make this new <laughs> spoilers. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to probably get shot now for breaking embargo. Rip. F in the chat. Pay respects. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's, uh, I guess that's everything, though, for tonight. Um, did uh, do we want to go around here and let people know where, where everyone can find everyone? Uh, what about Max? You said you're doing a hacking video tomorrow. Where can they find you, man? Yes, I am a YouTube.com slash Dreamcast guy. I'm sure most of y'all are subscribed already. But uh, I got a video about basically Nintendo Switch hacking tomorrow. Um, it's already made. It should upload about 3 p.m. Uh, and then the big thing I'm doing next week that I'm really excited for is a big Fallout 76 video. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. Nice, nice. And uh, oh, and very quickly, Miss Click was uh, moderating, was on point tonight. So mm -hmm. make sure you check out Miss Click as well. She, she is rocks, yeah. very helpful in the chat, keeping people in line. <laughs> so thanks to Miss Click. Uh, oh, and if we had anyone you guys had in mind for a raid, we could do a spawn raid as well putting that out there while we go go around here uh evan though where can they find you man on on twitter right you're doing yeah, October. Twitter. just working on inktober announcing streams when i'm going to be playing black oh no, wait a minute are you wearing that racks the great hoodie yeah and i can actually link his uh his shop real quick i don't, saw him in chat earlier i don't know if he's still there but you guys can check that out i actually designed this for him so uh, I, super I want you to design me one by the way i'm going to talk to you about that that's a castlevania yeah, Rax the, Rax the Belmont is uh, what we're calling it. So that's you, cool. You can do one of me as like Shinmu, as me like Ryu Hazuki posing, <laughs> just That'd punching cool. a fisherman in the face. I got it. <laughs> or Re Reggie Fizume. Oh man. Uh, and then uh, Nate, where can they find you? Where can they find you, Andros? They can find me in the Lilat system battling. <laughs> <laughs> I will take over Corneria, so don't even resist. Don't hurt me, Showdown. <laughs> You're so calm about it. Like, yeah, this is your doom. Welcome to the downfall. Exactly. I mean, come on. I'm a monkey head and I shoot shit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> direct, direct feed games, though, right, man? You're getting close to the, uh, the 10K mark, right? Getting there? Yeah. Yeah. So people can find me at Direct Feed Games on Twitter. From there, I have a link to my YouTube channel. I am at about 80, almost 8,800 subscribers, almost at 10,000. So hopefully I reach that milestone soon. I do direct feed footage of Switch games, PS4, Xbox One, and do comparisons of Switch games in docked and undocked mode. And if there's a PS4 version, I try to compare it. So you get a, a general idea of performance. I have a Valkyria Chronicles 1 remaster comparison up that compares the PS3, PS4, and Switch. And next week I'll have some pretty good video content of some upcoming Switch games and maybe even a little RDR2 before the week is over. Nice, nice. Yeah, the Red Dead Redemption is going to be awesome. That's going to take over like the internet next week. Well, week after. Uh, it's going to be good, though. It's going to be good. What about uh, OJ? Where can they find you, man? Yeah, just right here on YouTube, uh, Player Essence. You can also find me at, on Twitter, Player Essence. Find my channel through there. Uh, I mainly do Japanese RPGs, a lot of Nintendo stuff. Uh, do a lot of live streams. I stream Monday through Sunday. Uh, do a lot of QA, community stuff. Uh, uh, we got a new Discord launching. Uh, we got Sunday shilling going on. So your boy's going to be shilling on Sunday. So come out to the stream tomorrow before football. Um, we were giving away Starlink Battle, uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas. We're giving away a physical copy of the game there. We also have a Switch giveaway going on as well. I just linked that in the chat. So there's that. But if you're into Japanese RPGs, if you're into Nintendo Switch, uh, you should like the channel. It should be a lot of fun. So 
check it out. Uh, enter in for a switch. We get do we we do giveaways all the time. So if you're into free crap as well, uh, subscribe. <laughs> if you're into community gaming as well, so subscribe there. So there you go. <laughs> all right, all right. Then Sean, um, you can find me at RGT85. I'm doing a hundred dollar eShop gift card giveaway, which I will post in the chat now. Um, I will not be on next week's show. Um, I'll be actually out of town for Halloween, going to okay. see some family. Um, so I will not be around next week. Um, I'm about to take a whiz, smoke a cigarette, and make a video on this Intellivision system, and then take a bath, and then go to sleep. Yeah, I'll probably talk about the Intellivision thing in um, Newswave on Monday, more than likely, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, Sean, we got to start that show that we talked about where we travel around the U.S. and find mom-and-pop stores. Yeah. You got to do that. That'd be cool. Just take like a month and do it. Once, once you guys invent more time in the day. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's say, how does a YouTuber in today's day with YouTube algorithm being as crap as it is, how do you do that? Hey, the one thing I've almost figured out, almost perfected is the traveling news wave show. So okay. I'm getting close. When you have all the assets and you got the pop-up green screen, we could do yes. this. Yes. No, no the, I could be anywhere. And as long as I have the green screen behind me, people wouldn't know. That's true. And you have the GoPro <laughs> camera as well. So uh, I, Yeah, I have the GoPro, but I also have the other smaller camera, the G7, which is a pretty small camera. I think yeah. next year I'm going to upgrade to, we're going to go 4K on this on this channel, I think. So I'm going to go 4K. I got to get, there's a camera that I'm looking at that's quite pricey, but it does 4K 60. So. We might might go 4K on it. Gonna take Let's out see. some of the the mortgage on that one. Yeah, the, the <laughs> camera, <laughs> man. Some of those. If you want like a good man, some of those Panasonics are expensive. Sony's are expensive. Oh, it's all Finance the house, my boy. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It might be a little bit. It might be like. I might try to like uh, uh, group some gift cards together from Christmas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> group those Best Buy gift cards together, man. They got the camera at Best Buy, so and then, and then buy it in Delaware where there's no tax. Even though I live in Maryland. And I said that on camera, so maybe I need to buy it in Maryland now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll use Sean's address. Uh, uh, yes, that's it for tonight. Do we find anyone we can raid or anything? Oh, okay. Uh, OJ found someone. Yeah, it's my boy George over there, uh, part of the village, but he kind of has his own thing that he's doing now. So if you guys want to check him out, he's playing some Splatoon and he's given he's giving away something too. He's giving like an eShop card or something like that. So Okay. All right, cool, cool. That'll work. Um I guess that's I guess that's everything. Oh, uh, Sean, they were they were hoping that you would do uh, your kiss to the camera. Nah, do it. Yeah, I did. I, yeah, anyone could take that. You know, it's all good. Gift it. <laughs> Send that to me. Oh, he's giving away a digital copy of Valkyria Chronicles Four. So that ain't bad. Yeah, I'm not bad, bad right? for it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, you guys can go. I, I put the link in the in the in the chat. You guys want to go to Ray Georgie? You guys can do that. Okay. Uh I think that's I think we're good. Oh, um hold on, I had it. I was going to put a picture of Kiss up to be to be funny, but that's fine. All right, <laughs> we'll see you later. That's it for us this week. We'll see you guys uh we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Peace.